Hey, are you ready for vacation yet? Yep, all set. Really? That's what you're bringing? Yeah, yeah, it's the essentials. Smoke Night Live is brought to you in part by Espinosa Premium Cigars. Amp up your daily smoke with Espinosa Premium Cigars' signature Nicaraguan character. Whether you're a Maduro maniac, a Habano junkie, or simply looking to dial your flavor intensity to 11, smoke Espinosa every day. Boom, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Smoke Night Live, episode 403. Tonight is the Christmas movie bracket challenge. We will be determining. Thank you, Jordan. That's very nice of you. We will be determining with our uh, esteemed panel, Jordan, our esteemed panel, the best Christmas movie or slash show in existence tonight. Let's bring on our guests right now and Whoa. stop jacking around, Jordan. Ladies and gentlemen, from Aganor's Leaf Tobacco, Terrence Riley. Terrence Riley, welcome to Smoke Night Live, my friend. Oh, thank you for having me. You know, just uh, It's, it's going to be the greatest night of our whole lives. I just feel it right now. I'm, I, yes. That's my feeling. This is the greatest night of our lives. Wow, look at that. Just just, just in perfect timing. Had it already. Had, had, it, already. had it queued up, baby. Uh, not only is Terrence Riley joining the show, but our good friend, William Cigar Coop Cooper. Coop, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. Hall of Fame Coop. Did you say that? Oh, yeah. Hall of Fame Coop. I yes, should have said that. Hall uh, of Fame Thank Coop. you. Recently and I made the announcement. Inducted. I'm not going to be a Hall of Famer who disappears. So uh, just make it, you guys are stuck with me. Coop, you realize, <laughs> you realize, Coop, that your bust will be forever enshrined. Into the Dojo Members Hall of Fame now. I, I was honored. I I was like almost you know because like it was, it's really nice when peers recognize you. It was very nice of you guys. It was very touching. Thank you. Well, I mean that really sincerely. Yeah. So it no, was great. no, it's very deserving. I must say. And then, ladies Thank and you. gentlemen, yeah. from Smoking Cigars, our good friend, the Goat, Alex Tavella, a recent Yellow Belt inductee. Yeah, as just, just, to the just Yellow give Belt. me a second here, boys. <laughs> just give me a second. Amateur. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy Amateur. logging my cigars on the dojo first real quick. I got to keep the epic belt run going. Dude, we can't been, all be black belts. You've been killing Excuse it. Excuse me. You know, you've been you've been you've been in there since 2012, Terrence. I started on Monday. <laughs> uh, tonight, boys, uh, we are going to determine what this is one of our bracket challenge shows. We've done uh, fast food joints. We've done video games we've done gas station snack foods uh we've done uh what else have we done oh candy breakfast cereal candy Bre bars breakfast, breakfast cereals candy yeah. right we've done all those there's been controversy every time usually because Juan Cancel has been on the show and he's been too drunk to like talk uh that's usually yes. sort of been a part of the show but tonight um it's our three guests and here's the deal guys what we're trying to determine here if you're if you're watching the show, and I know there's already been lots of debate and arguments online as we've gone, but what we're trying to do here is determine shows 
that bring the Christmas spirit out. Like what is that? These these shows, the shows that that go far in this bracket should make you feel like Christmas. Like that is what a Christmas movie or a Christmas show should do. So uh, here's how it's going to work. We have a bracket of uh, actually 20 uh, shows and movies. Jordan, why don't you put the bracket up? Um, there's the bracket. Now, I know it's a little tough to see because there's a lot there, but we'll get into each uh, regional as we go. Now, if you notice, in each regional, there is a choice, uh, which will eventually make it into the final 16. But guess what? The YouTube audience and the Facebook audience will determine those uh, entries by vote. We will open up a vote on Facebook. We'll open up a vote on YouTube. And you guys, the viewing audience, will play a factor in the greatest Christmas movies of all time. And so are you boys ready? Do you guys understand what we're getting at here? I've been waiting for this my whole life. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. All right, here we go. Um, let's let's just take a quickie look. Uh, let's start this. Jordan had uh, uh, had to adjust something here at the last second, but that's okay. Um, the the first regional I think we should start with Jordan is the Northwest Regional. Um, let's take a quickie look at that regional real quick. So. Uh, we've got is the number. Oh, I, I should I should say uh, real quickly, Terrence and Coop and Alex, the seating on this it, it was very very difficult because there's no like when you do candy bars or when you do cereal, you can sort of look at um, you know like which is sells the most or you, there's some sort of objective uh, determining factor as to how we seed these. The seating on here, I, I'm going to admit, is somewhat subjective uh, because of the fact that <clears throat> these are movies. And so what I tried to do was I looked at a, a several uh, lists of all-time greatest Christmas movies. And I had to throw a bunch of out because there's like some weird foreign crap in there. And nobody wants that. Like we just want the good ones that we we all know and love as Americans on this list. And so what we tried to do is seed them based on... On that, so the number one seed is "It's a Wonderful Life." Uh, also in this bracket, uh, "A Year Without Santa Claus." This was, this was a show that Coop fought uh, tooth and nail in the text group to include yeah. "A Year Without Santa." You guys may or may not know "A Year Without Santa," but it is the Rankin and Bass uh, version. It's a it's a short um, uh, movie and it's one of those ones that has heat miser and cold miser in it. So if you know that song, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Thank you, Jordan, for seeing that. They might not have known <laughs> um, until I said that. Year Without Santa was uh, produced in 1974 by Rankin and Bass, and that will be going up against the Jim Carrey version of A Grinch That Stole Christmas. And so you guys will get to vote on which one of those. Uh, moves forward. Then we have the uh, number nine seed, the Santa Claus, Tim Allen, 1994, versus the number eight seed, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which is also Rankin and Bass, sort of like the Great. prequel to uh, A Year Without Santa Claus. Yep. So that will be the regional 
Guys, should we go ahead, Jordan, should we go ahead and let the audience vote uh, to see which one moves forward and give them uh, two to three minutes while the panel debates which one should go forward? Three minutes. Sounds good to me. All right. Let's do it, folks. Um, Terrence, as we're setting this up, uh, you go ahead and uh, make your case. Which one of these should go forward? Well, first, let me say this is the battle of the losers. (laughs) <laughs> the, the 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 year without santa claus number one it's a dream do you remember the end of it it's not it's not even real it's the, the whole thing takes place and at the end it's just a dream by santa claus so it's not it's not even a real movie and then jim carrey who's a wonderful uh who's a wonderful actor in many ways uh this is not his finest work quite frankly and it's it's, it's basically like he did the mask is a Christmas show, and, uh, and 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 so both of these, I don't, I I thought you, Eric, you did a wonderful job with this, uh, with the rankings and everything. Both of these are total losers, and I'm fine with either one, quite frankly, because they're they're going out immediately. So whatever one you, whatever the audience wants, is fine with me. That's my. There, I said my piece. All right, Coop, uh, what do you think? Uh, which of these two shows should continue in the competition? Uh, this is no competition. Uh, the Year Without Santa Claus is an epic, epic Christmas movie. Um, in fact, next year is the 50th anniversary of it. And I wow. think I've watched it probably from the very beginning. But, you know, it was amazing because in the 80s, this show kind of disappeared off, off TV. And it, it well, it made a great reoccurrence through VHS, and it kind of got a whole second life. No, this is a great movie, Terrence. the The heat miser scene is is an epic scene. Uh, I mean, Shirley Booth is is wonderful as Miss, Mrs. Claus in here. Uh, this is the finest of the Rankin Bass. This should not be a play-in. This is an insult that has to go against a a, a, a horrible Jim Carrey uh, remake here. So, <laughs> this, this, I know the audience won't let me down. They're going to go you're not Santa Claus, and Heat Miser is going to get his respect tonight. Wow, very strong feelings from from Coop, uh, Alex Tavella. Which of these two should uh, move forward? Well, I kind of agree with Terrence here. Um, <laughs> you know, this is uh, these are not great works of. Here's what I'll say, okay? For as bad as Jim Carrey was, right? And 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 it was basically the the Grinch as the mask. That perfect analogy. At least it was a film. A year without Christmas was like these strange stick figure wooden people like doing Pop things for for like. 15 minutes. I mean, I think it was like a 15 minute You don't like movie. claymation? I don't know. No, it's I mean, an hour long. It's an hour like, long this thing. Was like, this was like not even claymation. This was like stick figures, like Gumby's claymation. This is no Gumby. Gumby. This is no Gumby. Those mean blockheads are going to get ruined Christmas. It was, it, was the, uh, it was the height of special effects at that time. Well, I am this, shocked in, for the, the, the this is a heat miser. I mean, uh, clearly low budget here. I mean, you know, this, like I said, it, it doesn't really matter. Neither one of these stand a chance. I mean, they're they're out of here quick. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 we're, they're playing to get knocked out. It's fine. <laughs> I, I well, the, the oh, Jim Carrey movie. This playing is like is this is like the Florida State the of the Grinch. college. I, I am I am <laughs> horrified at what I'm hearing from this panel. What happened to the Christmas spirit? I I have to say the the Jim Carrey Grinch. Um, is an abomination mainly because <laughs> ma- mainly because they changed the story of the, the Grinch. They literally made it the whose fault. They blamed. They were victim shaming, is what they were doing in that show. 
because the the Grinch in that show, the reason he's the Grinch, it's it's all the whose fault? Those jerky capitalist pig whose? And 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 so like in the original Grinch, they were like. The Grinch was just bad. Nobody knows why. Like that was cool. Like we didn't we didn't even know why he was bad. He was just bad, right? So, like in the original. Oh, but he's got an but the new in the new one. Oh, it was all the Who's fault. And so I'm I'm a very anti uh, I'm a very anti Grinch um, guy. Anyways, um, let's put the votes up, uh, Jordan. Let's end this poll now. Let's see where we're at. End that poll. Oh man, it's really, really close. Um, it's close. Jeez, it shouldn't be close. All right, da, da, da. There, sh- there shouldn't be any votes. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> well, the year without Santa, I can't even really remember it, but it has that great song. You got to give him props just just for the song. The, 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 the he might the song was amazing. It was. It was the highlight of the of the of the, of the show. Coop threatened not to partake in this if we didn't include this. That's the only reason. <laughs> no, I didn't say That's very true. Very true. Coop fought strong. All right, Jordan. I, I do have the. I do else have, I have the votes. Uh, I have the votes included. Updated. All right. It is updated. So I put him in the wrong spot, but that's okay. I did. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. You're right. I did. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's a technical error here. I'm, I'm trying to host and do this at the exact same time. It's not that easy. I would say. By the about- way, oh, I should say, I should say, if you if you guys have been checking into Aganor's Leaf Cigars this week, uh, after the commercial break, we're going to start announcing three winners. There's going to be three winners tonight. We've got an Aganor's Leaf Travel Humidor. We have an Aganor's Leaf uh, Coffee Mug, and a, a beautiful, absolutely beautiful Aganor's Leaf ceramic ashtray that we're giving away tonight thank you to terrence uh for the prizes. oh my pleasure thank you thank you for having us we've got a whole slew of intern of uh finalists for that so uh after the commercial break we'll start giving those away jordan tell me when you're ready all right uh so uh youtube goes uh you were that you were that santa claus Facebook goes uh, Jim Carrey Grinch. Oh, Stupid. we've got a split oh. decision. Uh, it's a split we've decision. Got ter- we've got terrorists watching this show. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> uh, between the two, we are looking at the Grinch gets in. Uh, oh. 52%. The Grinch won? Oh, oh my God. What is wrong? What? It's kind of ridiculous. But <laughs> right, Are you guys in North Korea now? You're, 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 <laughs> North Korea. Right? <laughs> North, North Korea where they hate capitalist pigs? The Grinch got in? Oh, you guys are... What the... Oh, oh uh, you guys oh. are horrible. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it, it was a fight to lose in a, the next. Yeah. It, it was, was a fight. To lose. You, you just realized we, we put the Grinch into. We, the Grinch is moving on. The Jim Carrey Grinch. It's pretty sad. Yeah. I, well, so, it's going to make the next matchup easy. I can tell you that. <laughs> it was easy no matter what, Coop. Yeah, Coop absolutely. is upset. All right, let's go to. Uh, while we're at it. Um, there we go. The Grinch moves on to uh, be one of the finalists of the 16. And uh, let's go right into that regional, Jordan, because we can start voting. Let's do um, between us now, guys. We are going to decide. We'll get back to uh, It's a Wonderful Life versus the Grinch. But uh, we're going to do the number nine seed. That's the Santa Claus. Tim Allen, 1994 versus an oh. eight seed. Santa Claus is coming to town. 1970 northeast i know remember we're gonna we're clockwise 
we're going to northeast. We're going to do that regional and then go do the next regional. Oh, we'll do um, the next. Okay. Remember, so we can keep the audience. All right. Remember how we just talked about that right before the show started? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here we go, boys. <laughs> I'm going to put this up to uh, Alex Tavella first. Uh, number nine seed, Santa Claus versus eight seed. Santa Claus is coming to town. Alex, what will you be going with and why? Okay. So as I mentioned earlier, I had a revelation. Okay. <laughs> I had a revelation. An epiphany. And I need you to hear me. Hear me now. Okay. Santa Claus is coming to town. Chris Kringle is Moses. Okay. Mm. Listen to me. I like the sound Chris of Kringle. this. Chris Kringle, right? He's born. Moses is born. Kringle gets lost. He's sliding down. He's sliding down a snowy road. The right? Nile. Mo the Nile. Moses is moseying on down the Nile. Yeah. Okay. They get him. They got to protect him. Right. Got to keep him away from the weird creature. We got to keep <laughs> Moses away from Pharaoh. Right. Everything goes good. They're doing good. They're doing fine in life. Moses winds up in a desert. Chris Kringle winds up in jail. Now what happens? Moses, incredible. Moses has a staff that parts the Red Sea. Chris Kringle has corn that makes reindeers fly. And in the end, Moses leads his people to the promised land. Chris Kringle moves on to become Santa Claus. So a vote for Chris Kringle is a vote for Moses this Friday evening. Wow, that was... I don't know if that was all the whiskey, but Happy that makes Hanukkah, sense. Happy Hanukkah, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't drink. You uh, found that on Reddit. Come on. Paul, Paul, I did not. I did not. Paul, Paul in the studio audience says he, he's into that. He's. I can tell that you're blown away. Your mind was just blown, Paul. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Alex is going. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Terrence Riley, how would you view this challenge? Which should go forward? I'll be honest with you. I, I was I was swayed by Alex's powerful speech. Quite frankly, <laughs> I wasn't huge in either one of these. Quite frankly, and then uh, uh, you know, Tim Allen. I liked Home Improvement, so I was gonna I was gonna throw the vote his way, just because of that. There's only about four or five movies here that are legitimate contenders. Neither of these is one of them. But I'm going to say Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm going with that now because Alex. He swayed he, you. Yeah, he, he made a he made a powerful argument, and uh, I, want, I want to reward that. I want to reward that, uh, that effort. So I'm going with uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the beauty of the show because Alex's argument persuaded Terrence, which I think – it could theoretically send this a certain direction. That was a genius, Alex. Good on you. We'll see if that uh, goes on to further rounds with the show or not. But, Coop, how do you see these two? Um, you know, Santa Claus is a good movie. Uh, Tim Allen did a, a nice job. I, I think the sequels weren't as good as the original, but it was a nice movie when it came out. So I'll give it that. Um Santa Claus is coming to town. It was it is like I said. It's the biography of Santa Claus. It's the story of Santa Claus. It was the Christmas special I look forward to. Even what year without Santa Claus, always look forward to this. Um, Alex just took it to another level. What can I say? I didn't even know that part until then. Uh, so this is an easy one for me. Yeah, this is. Uh, and I think Santa Claus is coming to town. He's a great. Is a great Christmas special, and I'm I'm going with that one. 
Well, that's three for uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. So, Jordan, I don't think our votes even matter. But what would you have gotten with, Jordan? Uh, uh, both pretty good. Uh, for us growing up, Santa Claus, that was like the special that we were always watching. Uh, that was, yeah. I think just my mom was into that one or something. So that's the one she always put on. Uh, some great some great songs in that one. There's some weird lines where like he, he meets like this penguin and he's like, get over here, you little topper. Topper. That's we'll call you Topper. Like, well, why did you say that? Like, there's, there's some classic lines in that one. It just sticks with me. I do the, the Tim Allen one. I watched last year for the first time in a while. It's pretty funny actually. But uh, I'm going yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah, I also really liked in Santa Claus is Coming to Town. There's like a, a weird acid trip right in the middle of the show. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh the little kid. When like when like Mrs. Claus like she. It was the 70s. She obviously uh, like ha- she she licked Hello? the wrong acid stamp. Acid trip. <laughs> Burning bush. Hello, hello. <laughs> All right, Santa Claus is coming to town. Moves on in that bracket, Jordan. Uh, mainly thanks to Alex Tavella with his uh, very, very astute. Uh, I don't know what you call that. Uh, observations. Yeah, observations. Yeah, Terrence Riley did the right thing here. I gotta say that. All right, let's go to. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna start with you, Coop. Um, we have. The Grinch that stole Christmas, Jim Carrey, and that is a uh, the ninth or actually the two thousand year two thousand versus the number one seed. It's a Wonderful Life. What do you think, Coop? Oh, look, I would have been torn if it was your ass Santa Claus against It's a Wonderful oh. Life, but now, but now there, there's no contest here. It's a Wonderful Life. This is this is easy. So th- maybe that the audience did me a favor in that case. So audience, um, it's a Wonderful Life. I have <laughs> nothing good to say about. Jim Carrey's Grinch. It is one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know how it got in and advanced. <laughs> I, that's what I'm amazed about. It's terrible. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Alex and see if he can do any pers- uh, persuasive moves on Terrence once again. Alex, what's your thought? This will be a harder. This will be harder. All I'll right, tell you listen, that. I, I, don't, I, I don't have any more theoretical. And theological <laughs> hermeneutics for us. All right, that was, my, that was my one go. I'm not really into the sappy Christmas movies, but you know, it's a wonderful life is a classic. The Grinch is awful. We already we already got that out of the yeah, way. So yeah. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. It's a wonderful life has to move on here. Terrence, uh, your thoughts? I've got a lot of thoughts on this. So. It's a Wonderful Life is proof of Nietzsche's aphorism that without art we would perish from the truth. Because in because in real in real life, what happens is is George Bailey commits suicide. That's what happens. Like that's the real story. But with movies and Frank Capra's magic and everything like that, an angel comes and it saves him, and uh, it, it really captures the spirit of Christmas. I think it's. Uh, I think this is a contender. I'm not saying it's my choice for number one, but it's a contender for movie of the year. The only thing holding it back a little bit is it it it, it, it uh, embraces the common trope that people that are financially savvy have to be evil in Hollywood. And uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, like uh, like maybe George Bailey shouldn't have put his uh, mentally uh, ill brother in charge of making <laughs> deposits. You know. Like, now, I, you know, I don't think that was the right, I, but, you know, just because Potter, Valid. you know, wasn't wasn't making poor financial decisions. I don't think he should be, you know, portrayed as evil. Uh, but uh, 
But other than that, it's a it's a great movie, and and the Grinch is just uh, a travesty with Jim Carrey. It's his worst movie he's ever made, and and he made some a couple bad ones. So I, I, it's a wonderful life, without question. Uh, there we go again, Jordan. I think we're our votes have become irrelevant. But what had what had you had said? Oh, it's a wonderful life, classic, Jimmy Stewart. Um, yeah, the, the Grinch is one of the worst movies of all time. I've already stated that. <laughs> It's this is no brainer. All right, so we have eliminated Guys, we have eliminated Jim Carrey's. Oh yeah, I'm going in. Ooh. Ooh, look at that big big bad last, boy. I need one to last the whole show, you know. Yeah, that'll that'll last you. By the way, um, we'll get we'll get to what everybody's smoking as we go. I'm smoking the uh, Foundation Metapa. No, you see. Nice. Claro, yeah, it's absolutely. I'm a Claro guy. It's absolutely a banger. Uh, fantastic cigar. Uh, anyways. All right, Jordan. So uh, that sets that. Should we go uh, to then the uh, next regional? Let's do it. All right. The next regional that we have on tap, I'm going to let Terrence uh, do the uh, first one here. Oh, actually, it's going to be an audience vote because here's the deal. We've got Die Hard versus Gremlins. And um, both of these are only tangentially Christmas movies. Uh, I don't want to get into my opinion too deeply yet. I'll let um, I'll let uh, Terrence go ahead and uh, uh, comment on this as the audience votes. Well, I, I think the key thing here is that as you, you describe the criteria, we have to work within the criteria. And Die Hard and Gremlins are both movies that take place during Christmas, like. Edward Scissorhands takes place during Christmas. Right. Uh, when we were talking about Batman this, Alex too. mentioned, yeah, Good, Goodfellas has a Christmas scene. So they're, they're just, I mean, if you did Joseph Stalin's Last Christmas, I don't think you'd call that a Christmas movie. I mean, it just, it just <laughs> yes. it took place at Christmas. Now, so so, so the, the, neither of these are really Christmas movies. I'm going to do Die Hard because it will be more enjoyable for the audience because there's a hardcore people that think this is the greatest Christmas movie ever falsely, but you know, you're entitled to your opinion. So I'm, I'm going die hard for that reason. And I think the audience will probably do that as well. But gremlins and die hard are both equally not Christmas movies. They take place during Christmas. All right. Uh, Coop, what do you think? You know, I just didn't even want, want to die hard on here because not look, I love die hard. <laughs> But I'm sick of the debate. I'm sick of it. It, it and to me it's 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 perpetuated by the people who think Die Hard's a movie that they think all these people are against them. I have no problem with how you want to categorize it. I'll just say it was released in the summer. I saw it with my wife when we were at the Jersey Shore. Um we were we were we were just engaged when it came out. I'm going I'm going, um sorry, I just don't want to deal with, with this die hard thing so Gremlins gets my vote. Just because I'm oh, I just wow. want Die Hard off the table. All right, so we have Nothing one vote. Die Hard. I love the movie, but yeah. We have one vote for Die Hard. We have one vote for Gremlins. Alex Tavala, make your case. Okay, look. This, this, this here, this is Trump versus Biden. Okay? <laughs> Neither one of them. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> I thought you were done with the Listen. <laughs> Neither one of them should be in the race, but here we are. Okay, <laughs> and, and, and you're not going to change the other are. opinion, Alex. You're right. You're not going to change the other person's opinion. This is this is Trump versus Biden. All right, yeah. here we are. We're we're stuck with what we have. Yeah. With that being said, I'm going to have to lean towards John McClain. 
He's, he's, it's John McClane. This is this is one of the best roles Bruce Willis has ever had. Is it a Christmas movie? I mean, no, it's not. Neither is Gremlins. But here we are. So if I had if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go Die Hard. All right, so we've got two for Die Hard, one for Gremlins. Jordan, what is your thoughts? Try to sway the audience as they vote. Uh, yeah, I just think the whole thing is really annoying. Uh, neither of them are Christmas movies. Terrence made some great points. Uh, I just think it's one of those things that nobody ever thought it was a Christmas movie until the internet came out with a meme and maybe 15 years ago. And then since then, somehow your strange uncle discovers it. One, one new uncle discovers it on Facebook every year and acts like it's the first time it's ever been said. And it, and then trying to like, oh my gosh, did you know this? Like, yeah, guys, come on, give it a rest. Uh, on YouTube says McLean is Moses. <laughs> uh, but between the two, Die Hard's a better movie, and I think Die Hard might even be a little more Christmassy than Gremlins. I'll go Die Hard. All right, so that puts uh, in in our mind Die Hard over the top, but that doesn't matter because this is an audience vote in. Uh, I would have said I, these two, it doesn't matter to me. Look, here's the deal, guys. Die Hard might be the best movie of all of these movies tonight that we're looking at. It might be the best one. But is it the best Christmas movie? That's what we're trying to figure out here. Is it really a Christmas movie? Yeah. Is it really something that makes you think about Christmas or the spirit of Christmas? Absolutely not. But between it and Gremlins, because they're both not Christmas movies, I would have also... Probably gone Die Hard only because of the choice. But what did the audience think, Jordan? Which is going to move on according to our audience? Did you already put your votes in? I did. YouTube's vote? Yep. They're in. All right. YouTube's going uh, heavy Die Hard. Facebook is going even heavier Die Hard. Deal with it another two, round. Die now, Harder. Yeah. Uh, die, so Die Hard, that was a 75% win right there. Wow. All right. Uh, there you go. Die Hard is here's in. Another, here's another point. It's in the 16. If it's a movie that you would easily watch not during Christmas, that's another sign that it's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard, I have no problem watching that in July. When it came out in July, like Coop yep. said, um, you know, some of these, you know, I'm not going to watch the Santa Claus in, in July. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right, um, that moves on. Uh, it is now part of the final 16. Uh, I'm going to start on uh, this one um, with Alex. Alex, we have the number 10 seed, Scrooged, Bill Murray, 1988, versus the number 7 seed, the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, animated 1966. How would you go, Alex, and why? Okay, listen. I know I'm going to be on the losing end. I'm going to be on the losing end of this. I don't know. But, maybe not. But it is time to give Buster Poindexter his just due. Okay? <laughs> the, 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 the cigar smoking, liquor drinking, taxi driving, ghost of Christmas past. I don't know. Niagara Falls. Been, <laughs> Niagara Falls. I don't know that there's ever been a better character in a Christmas movie. Then my man Buster Poindexter, the poor guy has been living under hot, hot, hot for years, all right? And I think on this show, we need to give Scrooged and Buster Poindexter their just due. I'm going Scrooged. Alex goes Scrooged. Uh, Terrence Riley, Scrooged versus How the Grinch Told Christmas. 
I totally agree. Scrooge is a great movie. There's incredible lines in there. Uh, it's a, it, Bill Murray. You can't go wrong with him. It captures the the holiday spirit, especially his whole long diatribe at the end. You know, where he's talking to the audience and everything breaks the fourth wall. It's a it's a wonderful movie, uh, one of my favorites. And uh, The Grinch is a good movie. Uh, you know, it's like 15 minutes long. I don't know if you can even call it a, really a movie. And you know, it's true. It's it's the Dios Ex Machina at the end where he suddenly changes his mind. It would have been a better movie if he dumped all the presents off uh, off the cliff, and and they, and then they were really still happy. You know, they all got the presents at the end. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Wow. Um, so I, I it's a, I'm not. This is a harder choice, I would say, than anything we face so far. But for me, Scrooge, no question about it. All right, so we've got two for Scrooge. Uh, Coop, what do you say? Yeah, I remember when Scrooge came out. I said. Boy, here we go. This is going to be a disaster. I like the movie, and I love the speech at the end. I really love that speech. Uh, you know, Bill Murray talking about the miracles, breaking the fourth wall. And Bill Murray is, in, when he gives those speeches in movies, like Meatballs and now this, he's great at it. The Grinch, though, is an absolute classic cartoon. I mean, it's, it's one I grew up with. But I'm telling you, that speech at the end of Scrooge put it over the top with me on that one. I love that speech mm. by Bill Murray. I'm going Scrooge here as well. Oh my gosh! So Scrooge is yes. gonna take it, Jordan. What had you, what would you have done had it came down to me and you? Uh, I I've only seen Scrooge when I was a kid. I can't even really remember it. Uh, I just have to assume it's poor upbringing. Better, but you weren't raised <laughs> properly. No, I, I saw it as a kid. <laughs> yeah, like one time. It should have been a yearly tradition. I don't blame your mother either. But I, you know, I didn't follow up on it as an adult. Um, Terrence got a point. The Grinch is only like thirty minutes long, but you know it's a Christmas tradition over at our house, and it's great. I'm going. I'm going the original Grinch. All right, still so good. It's still uh, it's still good. It was a t- this was a tough one, by the way. How how can you vote against Chuck Jones? Chuck Jones, the guy who brought us Looney Tunes, and not only that, but he was paired with Boris Karloff as the Grinch. Grinch. These are two of the greatest creative forces ever. On movie screen, I would have gone Grinch 100% over is, Scrooge. Is Boris, Boris Karloff the Grinch, or is he yes. the narrator? He, well, he's the narrator, and he's the Grinch. He's both. He's both, he's yeah. Both. yeah. I, but the Grinch doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. He does. He When's the last time you watched the Grinch? Wow, Come we on. need to cancel that vote. Yeah, I think... He hasn't uh, actually seen the movie. Terrence's vote No, gets... no Terrence, did, Terrence did a fine job with his vote. I gotta say that. <laughs> <laughs> For once. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, our... Our esteemed panel has failed miserably on this one, and Scrooge with Bill Murray moves on uh, in the bracket. I'm going to watch that the right one choice. this year. All right, there that we go. That speech at the end is beautiful, though. I mean, it really is. Okay, here we go. I'm going to start with Coop on this one. Um, we have the number two seed, Elf, uh, made in 2003 with, of course, uh, you know, I can't think of his name. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Zoe Yeah. Uh, you've got Elf uh, versus Die Hard. Coop, what are your thoughts? Elf is a terrible movie. I mean, oh. I just, I, 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 you know, I was, this is the one I was kicking and screaming when it was originally talked about. As kicking one. and screaming, this is, ironically. This is, it, it is a horrible movie. It is not a good Christmas oh. movie. Die Hard is a very, very good movie. I, I like it. Coop, you um, would think you the whole movie is spoofing all the old classic 70s movies that you love like, Will, I know but Will Ferrell just didn't he just it, it just was annoying to me 
but that being said, I'm sticking with what I said. It is time to put this diehard thing out. And it needs to be put out. I don't want to. I don't want to hear the word diehard the rest of the show after this round. I'm going. I'm going Elf here. I am going to go Elf here, despite the fact I think Die Hard is a superior movie all around. All right. What an, a, what an uplifting Christmas analysis, movie. Coop. Thank you. Let's uh, let's go to Terrence <laughs> on this one. Elf versus well, Die Hard. Elf is a great movie, Coop. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Coop only likes movies that came out when he was in his 40s in the 1970s. I don't know. Why. I don't know why. <laughs> but but this is a, this is a great movie. Uh, it has like lots of references to other other holiday movies. Ralphie from A Christmas Story is in it. He's an right. elf. Yep. Uh, David Sedaris is a uh, sister is the secretary, and there's lots of comic uh, you know antics that are very enjoyable. I watch it. You know, it's one of those movies. Every time I flip in the channels and I see it, I stop and and I watch it. It's, it's a great movie. It deserves the number one seed. Don't listen to Coop's negativity and uh, and Elf. That's that's what I got for you. All right, so we have two votes for Elf. Uh, what do you think, Alex Tavella? Smoke in the goat. Okay, so let's all listen. <laughs> you can decide for yourself whether Die Hard is Donald Trump or Joe Biden. <laughs> Elf is Chris Christie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh god with that being said that's rough it is a christmas movie okay the others are not a christmas movie they just happen to be around christmas so i'm going to have to go elf and put this to rest that's three for Elf. Uh, Jordan, how would you have uh, played this round? Die Hard's done! <laughs> yes! Oh, now we're going to hear it for, for the next hour. <laughs> Elf is a classic. Instantly shot up to become like up there with a the Christmas story for me. Like One of the movies you're actually watching over and over and over during the Christmas. There's a lot. Most of these movies I'll just watch once during December. But like Elf is definitely a multi-watch uh, a Christmas movie. It's a classic, modern classic. Easy. Easy Elf. Uh, Coop, I, I want you to rethink Elf because really what Elf is, it's a retelling of Santa Claus is coming to town. The only yeah. difference is in Elf, the, the little orphan child becomes just an elf, whereas in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the orphan child becomes Santa. But it's essentially the exact same story. All, um, you know, uh, all my respect to uh, Alex's uh, Moses reference, but um, it's also the exact same movie as Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And it's funny. You got Peter Dinklage in there, the that scene where – you know, he says, oh, you must be a South Pole. It's freaking hilarious. That movie's funny, so I would have gone Elf, too. So Elf wins in a landslide, ladies I, I, and gentlemen. Look, I did pick Elf. I did pick I know. Elf. So I, I know, but I'm but just... But you complained yeah, about yeah. it the yeah. whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a number one seed. It's not a number yeah. one. It's not top four seed. I'm sorry. All right, let's point. go yeah. to the uh, I'm sorry next... I didn't come out in the 70s. <laughs> next uh, regional Jordan. Uh, what do we got for the audience to pick here? All it's, right. I believe the Southeast Regional. As soon as he puts it up, I will get the vote going, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. All right, so we have the two that you guys are voting on. And by the way, both of these movies that you're voting on were put in 
110% by the esteemed panel. Neither one of these movies I would have put in. <laughs> You're voting on um, Bad Santa, which uh, is a, what is that? Uh, sorry, 2003 versus Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way. So audience, you guys are going to be voting on that, which is the best. You guys go ahead. Uh, let's, let's start with Coop on this one. Coop, what should the audience vote for? You know, I, I actually liked both of these movies. Um, I, I did. Um, that being said, Jingle All the Way was a, just has the edge here for me. The whole scene taking place in Minneapolis. I think uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger really showed his comedic chops in this movie. Sinbad steals the movie, in my opinion. Um, it, it, and, and late Phil Hartman, who's just he's hysterical as the neighbor as well. This was a favorite of all my kids. Uh, growing up, this this is a tradition we watched in our house. I love Bad Santa, but but I gotta go jingle all the way with this one. Coop's going jingle all the way. Um, Alex Tavola, how would you uh, want the audience to vote in this particular play-in? Yeah, I don't know how we got here, honestly. Um, I don't, I, <laughs> this is like this is like voting for either. Juan Cancel or Juan Lopez to give a speech at your wedding <laughs> a- after the cocktail hour. Okay. So, 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 I mean, I, I this is I I don't know what to do here. I don't know. I guess I'm going to go bad Santa because oh okay I don't know. I don't know why. I thought you suggested this one. Yeah, you did suggest this one. I, I thought you suggested bad Santa. Santa. Yeah. I would jingle all the way. I I I push for jingle all the way with this one. Bad Santa is hilarious. It is hilarious. Is that what you're going with, Terrence Riley? Yeah, Bad Santa is hilarious when he he gives the kid like the the twelve days of Christmas calendar, and and he's like, "Oh, there's nothing in this one." It's like they can't all be winners. And then you know, because there's bad language, I can't repeat everything. But there are some amazing scenes in it. You know, it's 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 kind of yeah. The kid kicks, you know, the bully and the junk at the end. It's a feel-good movie, and uh, so I, Bad Santa is a is a solid Christmas movie. Jingle All the Way is just garbage. It's a B movie. I mean, it's not it shouldn't be near Arnold in a Christmas movie. It's ridiculous. It all I can great. think of the whole time I see him is get down, get down. That's all I can think of the whole time I see him. That's when he talks. That's all I hear. So I'm going Bad Santa. Chopper. Jordan, we have a uh, chopper. Two votes for Bad Santa. Wow. One uh, vote for Jingle All the Way. How would you rate this, Jordan? What would you want the audience to pick? Well, I've never seen Bad Santa, but I'm confident enough to say it's probably the worst Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen it. You didn't even see the movie? You got to see Bob, all the <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton is like the worst actor in Hollywood. I will never, ever watch have you a seen Billy Sling Bob Thornton Blade? movie ever Valid again. Point. As long as I live. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Is, I, is great in Tombstone? Jingle All the Way. Uh, that's like a 90s kid movie, and I am a 90s kid. I never thought it was that great, but I'm still going to go Jingle All the Way. Oh. Uh, I I would have to just begrudgingly pick Jingle All the Way on this one. If, oh. you, if, if you guys, Remember, it's, it's up to the audience, Terrence, so it's it's out of my hands. Yeah. But uh, I, Bad Santa, no. It's, I cannot stand Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> He's one of the worst... He's one of the worst. It wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a bad movie, actually. I'll say that. But yeah. Can I say, how can you have a Christmas movie 
that is not geared towards kids. Bad Santa is obviously not geared toward kids. Uh, jingle all the way. Die Hard's totally. Die Hard right. right. Christmas movie. Die Hard's out. Uh, Elf know. is kind of borderline too. Jingle all the way is such a good movie. I don't know about that kids point though it. because like It's a Wonderful Life is not a kids movie. No, kids Sc- do Sc- love Scrooge it. Scrooge is not a kids movie. They could like it, but it's not a kids movie. All right. Well, what did the audience say, Jordan? Well, you gotta have to talk amongst yourselves. All right. Well, we'll talk amongst ourselves here, while we determine which terrible movie makes it into the final sixteen. I, I I'm no just idea. terribly disappointed in 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 Team Gutterstorm. Well, I by the way, this is the only one of the few times we've actually had sort of like a split vote at all. So that's yeah, that's interesting. So YouTube is just giving the slight edge to Bad Santa. Okay. Facebook. Yeah, YouTube. Facebook has given the slighter edge to Bad Santa, <laughs> oh. and it does win fifty-two percent. Oh yes. wow! Huh? Yes. So they, they made the right Santa, choice. Democracy. Bad Santa moves on and work. Insane! Oh my gosh! Uh, How right, in the world? Uh, bad Santa uh, makes the final sixteen. I, I'm, I'm starting to worry about our audience here. I'm worried about our audience with a couple of these. They're, they're, they're great people. <laughs> Don't judge this audience. It's a good audience. Okay. <laughs> Uh, in the same regional, and I will um, start with Terrence on this one. Um, we have the uh, number eleven seed, a Charlie Brown Christmas, nineteen sixty-five, the year I was born, versus the number six seed, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, nineteen sixty-four, Rankin and Bass. Terrence, which of these two shows should move on? Yeah, another easy one. Charlie Brown Christmas captures the, the heart of the Christmas spirit. It's a it's a wonderful movie. All the voices are are done by actual children and not like seventy year olds that do kids voices. <laughs> uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is kind of it's a bad look for Santa. Santa's kind of a user. He's like, oh Rudolph, yeah, you're great now that I need you. And all these misfit toys, you know, he throws them away. Uh, you know, they, they get tossed off. Oh. Oh, and, what, and it's his fault. He made his his workshop made a train with with square wheels, and then he blames the toy and sends him to an island. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's not a good look for Santa. I don't think it's very Christmassy, and uh, and so Charlie Brown's Christmas is a is a clear cut winner here. It's not a good look for Santa. <laughs> it's true. All right, Coop. Uh, how do you see this this bracket, this round? I could, you know, Terrence says, but I, I do agree with him. The Santa that was a very controversial view of Santa in that movie, how he was in that movie. Uh, but you know, Rudolph's about the underdog. Rudolph was about the person getting picked on. Um, the fact that Yukon Cornelius looks like my son-in-law is another. It's also uh, another interesting tidbit. We kind of joked about that over the years. Um, Charlie Brown. It doesn't like I'm not doing handstands over watching Charlie Brown. You know, it's just to me. There's other Charlie Brown specials I like better than the Christmas one, so I'm giving the edge to Rudolph here. Uh, Rankin Bass. Oh. I'm going Rudolph here. All right. So we is it because it came out when you were 30 instead of 40? Is that why? You poop? Is that, is that why you were too young to appreciate it? Yeah, two years apart. Yeah, I actually, actually, I'm sorry, one year apart. Yeah. 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 All right, Alex, uh, can you break the tie? What do we got? Uh, Charlie Brown versus Rudolph. Okay, so if we were <laughs> if we were voting for characters, I would probably be voting differently, right? Because Charlie Brown is basically just a dope, right? He's a professional <laughs> dope. <laughs> you know? 
Rudolph does have some <laughs> redeeming qualities. He has value. But he has a, he has a red being, nose. What do you mean he has redeeming okay, uh, qualities? Whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy, okay? Take it easy, okay? At least he can lead a sleigh. Charlie Brown. <laughs> All right. Right. He With that being said, I feel that Char Charlie Brown is a classic. Charlie Brown Christmas is a classic. We're going for classic movies, Christmas movies here. So I'm going Charlie Brown. I'm going Charlie Brown on this one. Thank wow. God. You came, you came around. Alex, we made, uh, he kind of fooled us all, Jordan, because we thought for sure he was going to go Rudolph based on those yeah. early comments. Um, Jordan, we've got two for Charlie Brown. We've got one for Rudolph. Dang. What do you think? Well, I've never really seen Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's not, I've never gotten into Charlie Brown. I, Thanksgiving it's one. It's overrated. Like, minutes in, I can't even oh watch that one. Oh, my God. I agree uh, with Jordan on this one, though, right away. Yeah. It's too boring. Uh, and Terrence yes, makes some you. great points. There's not only a Santa jerk, but all of the reindeer jerks, you know, the coach and even his own dad, they're all jerks. Uh, bad taste in your mouth on that one. But I have watched that one a thousand times. It's Christmas. I'm going Rudolph. Yes, We're supposed yes. to capture the spirit of, of Christmas, and Terrence. we have a movie where all the characters are jerks. <laughs> I don't know. Terrence, Rudolph reads it. He goes and leads the sleigh in the end. How can you say that? Terrence, they all learned their lesson. They all realized they against, were wrong. What do you have against homosexual dentists? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first <laughs> gay dentist. They didn't learn their lesson. They used them. Oh, we like, have <laughs> They, they realized they were wrong when they needed them. That, that was all. Oh, oh, oh. Now you're okay, Rudolph. Your bright nose is great. Charlie Brown could fall asleep to or something. Uh, um, I would have also gone uh, Rudolph only because <clears throat> Charlie Brown is a little bit boring, I think. It's just, it's kind of just, I don't know. There's not enough there for me. There's not enough meat on the bone. Like, uh, Rudolph, you're, br you're breaking your own criteria. He, no, you broke the tie. Actually, you broke the tie here. It's interesting. It's funny. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, it does break the time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going Rudolph. Rudolph is moving oh. on, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Charlie Brown, out of here. <laughs> All right. Bring that bracket up real quick, Jordan. Well, you got to give me a second. Because that brings us to uh, a versus the playing round in this bracket. We're going to have, ladies and gentlemen, a Christmas story. No. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. The number three seed, a Christmas story versus the playing winner. Bad Santa, and I will go to Alex first since he put Bad Santa in this in, in this uh, competition. <laughs> Alex, should Bad Santa beat A Christmas Story? No, I'm, listen, you, you look, you can't vote against Ralphie. I mean, Ralphie's going to be hard to beat. I feel like you know how how do you vote against A Christmas Story? It, it's it's Ralphie all the way, man. It's Ralphie all the way. Even if it was a tougher competition, I think Ralphie's going deep. Ralphie's going deep. All right, Alex, that's good. Coop, what do you think? You know, again, the audience may have done me a favor here because I mentioned Jingle All the Way was my kid's favorite movie. Uh, and A Christmas Story was my late dad's favorite Christmas movie. He loved that movie. Um, he watched He watched it over and over on the marathon on Christmas Day. Um, I can't go against my dad on this one. It's not necessarily my favorite movie, but uh, you got to put a Christmas story in. So that's two for Christmas story. Terrence, yeah. what do you think? Uh, this is. Uh, I would have liked to see Bad Center go up against some other uh, competition, but uh, you can't go against <laughs> yep. Christmas Story here. Yeah. Again, it, it was when they made movies when when they still respected the intelligence of the audience. Scott uh, Farkas, the the bully. Farkas means wolf in Hungarian, and every time he comes out, they play the the music from Peter and the Wolf for the Wolf, 
So that, oh like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, So nice. so it's a uh, there's Terrence great lines. Up the IMDb page. Yeah. Terrence, Terrence got a no, deep no. dive. <laughs> deep dive Fugile, from uh, not from a Riley. Finger. There's yeah. some great lines. Well, it's a prestigious award. Yeah. There's there's, there, there's no question. Christmas Story. Uh, as much as I enjoy Bad Santa, uh, a Christmas Story. Uh, is a is that's a contender for for the winner? So I, there's no question. Uh, Jordan, I feel like this is going to be unanimous. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, no movie has captured Christmas magic like Christmas Story. Um, just that 1940s vibe. The narrator weaving his tapestry of words is amazing. You could watch it over and over and over again. It's obviously. I, I love I love when he looks at his wife and he's just he doesn't know what to say and he's like not a finger, finger. yeah that's not great. a finger <laughs> Christmas story uh, unanimous choice uh, let's look at that bracket real quick Jordan uh, that last bracket uh, Christmas story moves on beats Bad Santa it will be going up against uh, what will it be going up against it'll be going up against Rudolph right yeah, yeah. Rudolph yeah yeah it's a big right. matchup our uh, final uh, 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 another no brainer our, our final regional. Um, is the Southwest Regional. And the audience can pick, Jordan, between the 13 seed Polar Express 2004 or the 1947 version of A Miracle on 34th Street. Coop, I'm going to start with you as the audience begins to vote. What should they vote for? It was a miscarriage of justice that Miracle on 34th Street is a, is a play-in. This should have been swapped with Elf, in my opinion, okay? Absolute classic, uh, but I really do like the Polar Express. I think that was a very nice movie. I know Bear on my team's a big fan of that movie. So these are two really, really good movies here. Um, but I really grew up with, with Miracle on 34th Street. The whole thing in New York City's uh, Macy's. Um, you got to go with the original. You go with that original Miracle on 34th, that 1947. The remakes didn't live up to it. So um, again, uh, slight edge here for Miracle on 34th Street, but I do like Polar Express a lot. All right, Terrence, uh, what do you think the audience should vote for? When, when I watch a football game between two teams I loathe, I basically root, <laughs> I, I, I root, I root for injuries. Do you injuries. like any Christmas movies? <laughs> you are the Grinch. He's the, we talk about the Grinch. <laughs> I root for injuries. And so in this case, really, I, what the, the Polar Express is a mockish movie that is is just it's a super sappy and unnecessary kids aren't serious like that it's it's stupid and uh and miracle on 34th street where santa goes has to go to court and everything why is santa even in new york city what's he doing there he should be making toys they contract him out uh, you know <laughs> it's it's they're both terrible whatever the audience decides i'm fine with and i'm voting whatever wins out in the next round so whatever <laughs> All right, Alex, uh, what do you think between these two? What should the audience uh, choose? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with Terrence on this one, man. Oh, you know, uh, look, I know. Look, 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 look. If I if I had to pick, you know, Miracle is, is the classic. So I, I would go Miracle. Polar Express is like weird. Like it's a weird, like animated type. The animation is weird. It's just kind of weird. I, 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 I never even watched the whole thing. Um you know, Miracle's a classic. Like it, don't like it. It's still a classic. Somebody likes it. So, um, I guess Miracle, I guess. But I'm with Terrence. It's, I'm not voting for it in the next round. All right, Jordan. Uh, what do you think the audience should uh, go with? Uh, you know, Polar Express is another one of those ones that I hate so incredibly much. <laughs> wow. Fiery Passion oh is God. one of the worst movies ever made. 
Uh, they, they, Alex, that the graphics that you're describing, they call that the uncanny valley, where they're trying to like, trying to be kind of realistic, but it's so it's kind of right in between. Like that's not realistic, and it's not like cartoonish, like Shrek or something. Uh, it's, so it just kind of freaks you out. And Tom Hanks right. does all the voices for some reason. He's not capable of doing that. He like voices that annoying kid with the glasses that just ruins the entire movie. Uh, it's, it's so bad, I can't even tell you. I can't, that's all I can say. It's, it's a miracle <laughs> on 34th Street. According, according to Jordan, like four of the worst movies ever yeah. made are in, are in this competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they are. Yeah. That's, I know. Jordan, he's, he's a Grinch too, I think. No, I would, I would have to sort of agree. I don't think Polar Express is that bad, though. Like, I've watched I it, didn't either. Uh, I didn't either, yeah. Many, many times, and it's really not that bad of a movie. I would be okay with however the audience wanted to go on this one. Um, but I, if I was going to vote for it, I would go Miracle um, on 34th Street, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Now, Terrence, just real quick, we didn't include um, the bishop's wife in this, oh. which was the follow-up <laughs> to Carrie Grant. Wonderful Life. What? Um what did you think of the bishop's wife as we're tabulating the votes? Yeah, it's a, I would have rather that than Miracle on 34th Street, but it's kind of a stupid movie too. I mean, it's not very good. The endless glass of wine or whatever the bottle. I mean, it's the the, the an angel falls in love with some guy's wife. It's kind of sacrilegious. <laughs> Creepy, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not, it's not a great even movie. Heard of that movie. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I yeah I agree with Terrence on this. It's not yeah. yeah. All right, Jordan, what did the audience uh, throw forward? All right, so YouTube's going hardcore Miracle on 34th Street. Facebook, almost exactly the same. It wins 66%. Wow, there you go. So uh, Polar Express takes a uh, train out of town, and it is now history. Um, I'm going to start with uh, Terrence on this one, this next one. It's the uh, number 12 seed, Frosty the Snowman, from 1969, um, animated. But this was an animated Rankin and Bass uh, movie, yep. which was sort of different. And the number five seed, uh, Chevy Chase, in Christmas Vacation, 1989. Terrence, what do you think? Now, Frosty has a couple nice jingles in it. Uh, it just doesn't compete against a great, just a great movie of all time, never mind a Christmas movie. I mean, I mean, uh, you just can't compare these two. So uh, I think you got to go with Christmas Vacation here. I mean, there's just so many great lines. You Every time it's on TV. By the way, interesting fact, uh, it's 34 years from when that movie came out. And that movie, when he's watching the, the home movies in the attic, uh, when Chevy Chase is watching the home movies, that's 34 years before. Uh, so wow. we're actually nice job. distance. Nice job. Um, between those two, so it's it's uh, you know uh, she's a Butte Clark. It's one of my favorite lines to say uh, ever. Uh, you know Chevy Chevy Chase is great. Uh, you know it's just a great movie. There's no uh, Christmas Vacation, no questions asked. Terrence is going Christmas Vacation. Alex Tavella, what would you have gone with? Or what? Would so you for this one, this this was this was tough. Frosty's a classic. What? Frosty's a classic. Frosty's a classic. It's Frosty. Okay, There's it only is one a classic. Frosty. Okay, it's a classic. With that being said, you know it's tough to beat Christmas Vacation. I know a lot of people. You either kind of love it or you hate it. I'm on the side where I kind of love it. So yes, Chevy Chase is the worst. I I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I'm going to give him the nod here. 
Alex going Christmas vacation. Coop, how do you see this? Frosty or Christmas vacation? Coop's going Frosty. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the bear to pussy factor out of this uh, because we all know like bears. I certainly hope so. Kid. I am. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Uh, I loved Rankin Bass. Frosty is a nice one. It wasn't one of their better better ones. I'll be honest with you. In fact, I thought the sequel was better. Frosty's Winter Wonderland when he gets married. Um, it was true. It was better. <laughs> what? No, it was. It was better. Um, yeah. Wow, the, the, it's true. The Christmas, Christmas Vacation. It was I a love, love story. It. I, love, I love the whole countdown, how it leads to Christmas, you know, through the month of December. Uh, you know, the whole, uh, you know, cigars are a part of that. Big part of that movie are cigars, by the way. So, um, and I, and it, look, it again is is a yeah, you know, it's an institution. That movie you can't go against it. So Christmas Vacation. All right. Well, I guess it's going to be uh, Christmas Vacation. But Jordan, how would you have gone? Uh, yeah, Chevy Chase is annoying to me. Um, I had thought I hadn't seen it in a few years, and so I thought I was going to hate it. Uh, but I watched it again last year. It's actually pretty stinking good. Uh, yep. I think it might. It's it's up there either the best vacation or second best vacation. Uh, in my book, uh, Frosty, I, it never really did it for me. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, for whatever reason, that one's not in the Christmas specials for me. Uh, I'll go Christmas Vacation on this one. Yeah, it's it's going to be unanimous. I'm going to go Christmas Vacation as well. It's a, it's it's funny. When I first saw Christmas Vacation, I didn't really think it was that good. Like way back in the day, like after the original Vacation, because that movie was so funny. But now, like rewatching it over and over and over, you start to get to, used to the lines, you know, and the neighbors. That was what Julia Louise Dreyfus, and um, it was hilarious, right? And um, by the way, like when Frosty is like melted, it's like the most traumatic thing. He's just a puddle. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of a downer. Like a puddle, yeah, a little bit of a downer yeah. there. So I would go Christmas Vacation as well. Christmas Vacation takes that round. Jordan, let's take a look at that bracket because. This is our final choice before the commercial break. And I'm going to start with Alex Tavella. Alex, you've got the play-in winner, which is Miracle on 34th Street from way back, 1947, versus Home Alone. Home Alone is our number four seed. Alex, how do you view this round? Okay, so Home Alone holds a special affinity with me. All right. So for years, we all wondered... How the hell does Peter McAllister afford that house and to take nine people everywhere, right? What we later found out in The Sopranos was that Peter McAllister was a corrupt politician <laughs> from New Jersey. <laughs> yes! Yes! So for that reason, I'm voting home alone. <laughs> All right, Coop. Uh, I'm going to give it to you, Coop. You've got uh, Home Alone versus Miracle on 34th Street. Um this is no contest here. Miracle on 34th Street is an absolute oh. cl classic. And if you lived in, if you grew up in New York and you lived in New York, you understood what Macy's meant. <laughs> you understood what Macy's department store meant to do that city. And the whole vibe of Christmas is captured there. Home Alone is a nice comedy movie, right? Um, that I get, you know, I get it's, it's, you know, I get what it is, but I, I, you know, Joe Pesci just, you know, might think of Joe, Joe Pesci's awful, right? So, uh, I, and I do like John Hughes, by the way. John Hughes is one of the great uh, writers, writers and producers of movies, but this, this was not one of. I got to go Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street with this one. Oh, so we got a tie right now, uh, Terrence. Uh, you'll have to break this tie. Yeah, well, Miracle this is on Thirty Fourth Street versus Home and Alone. 
I, I, I'm going to have to have more say in the panel in the future when I'm on. Because <laughs> I can't, I, 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 some of the things I'm hearing, it's very upsetting. And I don't want to be associated <laughs> with some of this. I don't want people to think that I'm part of it. And Home Alone is a much better movie. It's a, it's a, it's a holiday classic. The only, the only, the only, the only John Candy even makes an appearance. He's in there. He's, he, he's got some mm-hmm. sort of polka band going on. That's a great addition in there. And uh, it's a great, great movie. The only thing, it's kind of a godless community. I mean, when Kevin goes to the church on uh, Christmas Eve, it's literally empty. I mean, there's nobody there except him and the neighbor. So that's kind of concerning, I guess, from a you know, you know, festive perspective. But uh, Home Alone, by far, get rid of Miracle on 34th Street. Shouldn't have been in here to begin with. Right, They're George. all out of town, Terry. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's home. They're all traveling. Right. They're all home alone. Uh, the Jordan, movie could the movie couldn't even take place today. Kids. Like it's impossible. <laughs> Forty houses. Oh. Impossible. So Coop's got Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Alex and Terrence are both home alone. Jordan, uh, you could be a deciding factor here, or you could tie it up. What do you think? Uh, Come on, Jordan. So I, I like them both. Uh, home alone. I just watched the other day. That I was watching with the kids. It's a little hard to. You know, my kids are a little younger. Like the, the everyone, the family is such jerks, and like they're. It's to each other that you're almost like, okay, kids, you you would never act like this, right? <laughs> like it's, it's, and the uncle is just like, calls Kevin a jerk right to his face, and the dad doesn't even like punch the uncle in the face or anything. Like, it's crazy. Um, it didn't then, stop you from voting for Rudolph, did it? <laughs> right, we'll get there. We'll get there. And then Santa didn't punk anybody. After all that the mom goes through to get home. She gets there literally 30 seconds before the rest of the family. It's kind of ridiculous. All the work that she put in just for that. Um, That's part of the joke. I know, but I hate it. It's just <laughs> another thing that is frustrating about the movie. Um, but it is a stinking good movie. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street is uh, a point earlier that he was just hanging out in New York for like half the year. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know. I, I like it. It's just a little too slow. Home Alone for me. Wow, there you go. Home Alone wins. I would have also gone Home Alone. Look, Home Alone, uh, it's one of those that really makes you feel good about Christmas, like when the bad guys get it in the end. And what's more fun than seeing bad guys just get pounded throughout the entire movie? Like, that that alone. Well, I don't want to see That's not Christmas, though. That Pound alone That's not Christmas worth- spirit, yeah. I know, it is. That's, <laughs> it, to me, that is a lot is- about Santa Christmassy. That's that you justice. That's Christmas in a, in a nutshell. Listen, Coop. let's let's not forget. Coop has a disdain for Joe Pesci, and yeah, I think that true. plays a part yeah. in it. Yeah, and he gets yeah. it in Home Alone. It's blinding. He's happy about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he does get it in Home Alone. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. All it's right. So like the bear, look, it's not the bear hatred of Chevy Chase with Joe Pesci. I'll say that. I, I there you go. That's the that's the bracket. Home Alone and uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. Move on. And when we come back from commercial, we're gonna find out. Uh, who goes on from here? It's, the rubber's meeting the road, Jordan. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, now it's tough. Now it, be, tough. now it starts to get tough. This is where the rubber meets the road. And we're going to give away some Aganorsa Leaf stuff as soon as we get back from commercial. But until then, folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands such as Romeo y Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, Espinosa, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years 
that's back when uh, Miracle on 34th Street was, you know, only 10 years old. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Ladies and gentlemen, Smoke Night Live is also brought to you by Espinosa Premium Cigars. Espinosa Cigars was the Cigar Dojo's first ever Cigar of the Year winner. Since then, they have consistently placed their cigars on our coveted year-end list, placing more than any brand in the last decade. Whether crafting full-bodied Maduros at the San Latino factory or whipping up zesty Habanos at the fan-favorite La Zona factory or even serving up a knuckle sandwich with Guy Fieri, Espinosa packs the flavor that craft cigar fanatics crave. Get in the Lazona state of mind with hit releases such as the 601 Blue, Espinosa Habano, Murcielago, or the opulent orange treat that Eric Espinosa himself dubbed La Range. With a lineup this good, you'll have no excuse but to smoke Espinosa every day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 403 of Smoke Night Live. It's the Christmas Movie Bracket Challenge. We're chatting with Terrence Riley of Aganorsa Leaf, William Cigar Coop Cooper, and of course, the GOAT, Alex Tavella from Smoke In. Are you guys ready to give away some stuff? Let's give away, uh, Matt, let's not give away the ashtray first. So we have a porcelain ashtray, we have a travel humidor, and we have an Aganorsa Leaf coffee mug. And to enter, all you had to do this week was check into a Aganorsa Leaf cigar on Dojoverse, and you were entered into the contest. So it's as simple as that. We've got a whole slew of folks that participated, and we're going to pick a random winner. Should we do the uh, – what do you want to do, Matt? The, uh, I say coffee mug. Coffee mug. All right. So we're going to start with a coffee mug, and Jordan is going to use the – magic of artificial intelligence to pick a winner of the Aganorsa Leaf coffee mug. Jordan, when you're ready, go for it. Alright, let's take a little gander here. It's, uh, you said there was 30, right? That's correct. Take a little goose. Let's take a little goose. Take a goose. Number 24. Matt, who is number 24? Jimmy Burster. Jimmy Burster. Congratulations, <laughs> Jimmy Burster. Um, <laughs> that was the best part of the whole night. You're welcome. You are the winner of an Agonorsa Leaf coffee mug. I will get your address offline and send that and to She's Terrence a butte clerk, let me tell and you. Terrence will send that to you directly. Uh, let's go ahead and give away the tra- uh, travel humidor, shall we, Matt? We're giving it away. Yeah, another but, thing? So are we going to do 1 through 29 now? Or no, we'll do 1 through 30, but if and, it's Jimmy again, we'll just okay. do We'll go again. So uh, you can't win twice. Let's let's make that rule right now. Here we go. The travel humidor is... Wow, number, number one. Number, number one. one. A Jerry Godsey. Jerry! That's Jerry Godsey. <laughs> Is the winner of the travel humidor, and we will save. Uh, congratulations, boys! Uh, we will save the winner of the ashtray uh, for the end of the show. So uh, nice. stay tuned for that, Ooh. my friends. All right, let's get back into this. We are trying to determine the best Christmas movie of all time. Uh, as you can see, the brackets we've got: "It's a Wonderful Life," uh, moved on. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town, moved on. Elf moved on. Scrooge moved on. 
Uh, a Christmas Story moved on. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer moved on. Home Alone moved on. And A Christmas Vacation moved on. What are the surprises, on. you guys? Are there any surprises? I would, In my opinion, the only possible surprise is Scrooged. That's the possible surprise is Rudolph. No. No. So I, no. I, I, I thought no. Scrooge was going down. I thought Scrooge I was going down, even though that yeah. was my vote for sure. I thought there, it was going down. I think Santa Claus is coming to town was a little surprise for me. I think both of those are surprises to me. So uh, now is when we set our final four. Um, so we will go to our north uh, west regional. Jordan, bring that up. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. This is where the rubber meets the road. And I'm going to start with Coop on this one. Coop, um, you've got It's a Wonderful Life, which beat Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Uh, versus Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which beat, ironically, The Santa Claus by Tim Allen. So, Coop, what should move on and make it into the Final Four? It's a Wonderful Life or Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Boy, you're asking me to pick, like, between my kids here on this one. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. They're, they're both great movies, but I guess the where I'd go, and I have no problem with either one of them going to the Final Four, but if I have to vote on this one, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town was a big part <sighs> of my childhood. I, I watched that. Um, I watched it as a kid. I watched it with my kids. I'll still watch it uh, at my age. But I'll watch both, but I, I'm going to go Santa Claus is Coming to Town here. It's a, it's a close one, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Really? That. Coop is going Santa Claus is Coming to Town over It's a Wonderful Life. Alex Tavella of Smoke in the Goat, how would you vote? Okay, look, look, folks, you know, understanding the new theological relevance <laughs> of Santa Claus is coming to town. It's very simple here. During this Hanukkah season, a vote for Santa Claus is coming to town is a vote for Moses. <laughs> Moses is coming to town. I'm going Santa Claus is wow, coming to town. We've got oh, my God. We've got two votes for Santa Claus is coming to town. Could the I, number I, could the number one seed be knocked out no. in the early Terrence, rounds? No, no. Terrence. Terrence is a thespian. Please, please skip Terrence. I, ex <laughs> I expect bad decisions from Coop. Alex, I'm a little disappointed. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> there is no way that Santa Claus is coming to town is the better of these you, two you, movies. You're not going to old movies before. It's a Wonderful Life <laughs> is a holiday classic. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It, it's got, it's got a, a story that truly captures the Christmas spirit. Mm, it doesn't have yeah. a bunch of weird stuff. Now, again, the whole Moses thing. I'll be honest. That was that was well done, and and that got, not that I had a say in the matter, but it got it through in my vote for for the first round. But there's no way on earth. Uh, it's a wonderful life, hands down. There's no questions about it. And I, I hope I, just I hope the I. I hope the team, okay. team dojo over there has. I'm putting my faith in them. I don't, you know. Let's hope that's not. I'm building a house on sand. I just want to go on record to point out that Terrence Riley is the first one to vote against Moses. You hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sam. All right, so we've got two for Santa. Claus it was a sacrilege. No, 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 no icons. Yeah. Right. Uh, two for Santa Claus is coming to town. One for It's a Wonderful Life. Um, Jordan, I'm going to go to you on this one, and I'll be the final. All right. Uh, you know, It's a Wonderful Life is one of the only movies that can bring a tear almost, you know, my eyes well up a little bit. It's about as close as I'll get is It's a Wonderful Life. That one, I could, I made an argument about watching it other times of the year. I could almost actually watch this one at different times of the year just because it's just such a good movie. 
Uh, I, it's it, that's all I got. It's a, it's a wonderful life, Flint. Who doesn't, who doesn't, uh, sort of uh, view yourself in some way as a George Bailey? Like you, you, you want to do this, but you know your family needs you here. Every time George Bailey wanted to travel, you know he he, he couldn't. And then when. When uh, who was the guy that the store owner slaps him in the ear and he's and he realizes that he was gonna send arsenic to some old lady, but George Bailey saves the day, and he's basically crying and holding him like that moment in that show is so powerful. It's so powerful and so amazing. You cannot go against "It's a Wonderful Life" versus. Uh, even though I do love Santa psychedelic Claus's, Moses, you mean you're not going for psychedelic Moses <laughs> over? over I, mean, I think you need to reconsider this one. I Moses, can't, I can't go for for psychedelic Moses. I've got to go. It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life. I have to push it over the top because it is God. truly one of the great movies ever made. And so I'm Way going to ruin it's Hanukkah. A life. It's a good. It's a. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's yeah. one of the most wholesome movies ever made too. It's not oh. just a great Christmas. It's a great movie. It tell, it's a great movie. It really does sort of make you like appreciate your family, and you just want to go hug them and all that kind of just stuff. He goes in there and yeah, hugs his kids at the yeah, end of the movie. He's hugging his kid too uh, hard, and you're just like, uh, no. Nah, or when he, when he well, gives a speech well, before he, he thinks he's going to go off to college because his father's going to buy the savings listen. and loan. The speech he gives about his father, like, dude, it's uh, like, uh, it's amazing. It's an and, amazing. And movie. not only that, but this, he's like, he's like, he's like, hey. He, he gets a cigar from Mr. Potter, and he's like, oh, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to take the cigar with me because it's so good. Yeah. Like, right there. Like, that should push it over the edge, Alex. And cool. I'm going to tell you why cigars. I'm okay with this. I'm going to tell you why I'm okay with this. Because I'm just okay with like it too, Moses, yeah. just like Moses, Chris Kringle did not make it into the promised land. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm okay with this pick. This is, this is a great movie. This was a very hard one to pick. <laughs> Despite what Terrence said about, about uh, your Santa Claus coming to town. All right, Jordan, we need to go to the uh, north uh, east. east regional. Uh, bring that up. So we have Elf versus Scrooged, and I'm going to start with none other than our good friend from Agonosa Leaf. Terrence Riley, Terrence, make your argument. Be persuasive. What should move on? You know, I'll be honest. This is the hardest choice I've had yet because Scrooge is such a great movie. Uh, Bobcat, you know, Gold, whatever his name is, Goldsmith or whatever. Goldthwait. When he's you know, Goldthwait. He's like, Goldthwait. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that's oh, a Charles Manson Christmas you're talking about here. He's like, so there's so many great lines, and uh, and so it's hard. But I still got to go. Elf, Elf is just a, a classic holiday movie and uh, I think it's 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 the more wholesome of the two and again we're trying to keep with the spirit of Christmas here it's a very hard decision this is the hardest one for me I'm I if, if Scrooge move on I, I wouldn't be upset but uh, I gotta go elf all right Terrence has gone elf let's go to uh, cigar coop Cooper uh, coop uh, what moves on Scrooge or elf I will I will give elf another fair chance after this show I, like I said, I, I, I didn't get into it. I, the Rankin Bass tribute didn't do it for me, but I will. But I'm going Scrooge here. Um, it's an absolute classic. I think the cast is amazing in that. It is a very, very underrated Christmas movie. Um, and like I said, the, the speech at the end I've talked about. But, you know, this is some great characters. You know, Bobcat Goldthwait. Wasn't the guy from Dynasty in it, too? The guy who played uh, Blake right, Carrington, yeah. I think, was in it. Yeah. yeah, he was in it, too. It could, uh, the woman from... Um, Carol Kane. Yeah, Carol Kane's in it too. It's a good cast. 
Uh, and I think Bill Murray was in, was great in this movie. So uh, I'm going Scrooge there. All right, Coop goes Scrooge. Terrence went Elf. Uh, Alex Tavella of Smoke In. What do you think? Okay, so I think you guys know where I'm going with this. Clearly, <laughs> I don't no, I don't actually. It, it, it's 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 Buster Poindexter. Oh. It's Scrooge. <laughs> and 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 so now I am asking you guys, put a little love in your heart. <laughs> and the world will be a better place and let's move Scrooge on. Wow. Right. The goat comes to roll Alex wow. goes Scrooge. That means Scrooge has got a two to one lead. Jordan, you're an eighty year old man in a thirty six year old body or however old you are, I don't even remember. At 35. this point thirty five. Uh what do you go with? Um yeah, like I mentioned I hadn't seen Scrooge and Quite a while, but that, I didn't even know that Bobcat was in it, and that just makes me want to vote against it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I get the, I get it's the his best role. It's his best that's role. It's kind of like that '80s <laughs> comedy, like role. Blazing Saddles, where like it was funny at the time. It's it doesn't translate now. It's not funny anymore. Um, I gotta go elf on this one, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, we've got a tie. That means it comes come, down to me. Ooh, come on, I, Eric. I don't love, let us down. I love both of these movies. I mean, who doesn't love Bill Murray? He's one of the great comedic actors of all time. And the movie's hilarious. I, I've watched it. I, I watched it again recently just to kind of brush up on it. It's absolutely a fantastic movie. But, guys... Elf means Christmas oh. to me. Elf is the winner because Elf is so incredibly funny. Like there's so many things about Elf that are so hilarious. Alex, come on! I mean, oh, receptionist. What's in the water in Colorado? This, the receptionist was photocopying her ass at the Christmas party. How could you let that go? Nothing says Christmas like that. Yes. That is the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it, it, she's like, uh, how many cats are you bringing over to declaw? Okay, eight. I'll do it. You know, like, it was just a funny. There's so many funny lines in that movie. I got to go, Elf. Take Cisco. You, you made the right decision. Yeah. By the way, I don't the, think so. By the way, the, the, guy that, the guy that Elf meets in the mailroom downstairs, yes. he says, he says I, I'm 26 years old. The guy was like 42 at I'm least. 26 years old. He, you know, that's a funny story. That, he was, that guy wasn't supposed to be that role. They ended up putting him in. He was supposed to be another role, I think, and they ended up throwing him in that role. And so, and so that line is – that's why that line is weird is that like – yeah. It was written for a younger person, but it ended oh, up being this guy. And like we said, yeah, yeah. Elf yeah. is the head elf. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's... Oh, I love syrup. I love oh. it. He pours that guy's whole bottle in his glass. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Elf has moved on to the final four. Jordan, what's our next regional? There we go. All right. Alex Tavella. Uh, we have A Christmas Story, uh, which beat out Bad Santa, versus the Rankin and Bass. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, both classics. But Alex, make your case. How would this go down? All right, so, you know, it's it's kind of easy here. Look, Rudolph kind of squeaked in. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Ralphie was, you know. Um, Ralphie was unanimous. Ralphie was unanimous, I believe. Oh. So y you got to go Ralphie. Oh, yeah, I, I did. I, I did, mean, did vote I, for it. Yes, yeah, I, did. I don't think you voted for Bad Santa. Coop. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go Ralphie here. I mean, this is a no-brainer. I fully expect Ralphie to go deep, and I'm okay with it. A Christmas story all the way. All right, Coop. Uh, what do you think? Well, I gave my dad the last round. I'm not giving him this one. Um, 
I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Rudolph, man. This that's an oh, absolute oh, classic. I mean, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and Ralphie. I've never Rudolph seen someone get kicked out of the Hall of Fame so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you guys. No, Rudolph is great. I mean, it's just about you know the the the, the kid getting you know picked on and kind of rising to, to it all. Um. I love the Island of Misfit Toys too. I thought it was a cool concept. Actually, I feel well, like Coop uh, can relate to the Island of Misfit. He's yeah, one of the yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it used to be before, you know, before we, the lion took over. Coop ran the place. I remember. <laughs> I remember when when I take my drive my kids to school. I say, "Hey, time to go to the Island of Misfit Toys." They love to say that. Like, so no, I'm going. I'm going Rudolph here. I'm going Rudolph. Sorry, Ralphie. All right, so we've Ralph. got. Uh, I don't think I'm going to got... win this one, but yeah. We've got one for a Christmas story, Alex Tavella. We've got one for Rudolph, William Scar Coop Cooper. Terrence, what do you think? R Rudolph is a sick movie. Have <laughs> <laughs> we agreed on any pick tonight? <laughs> I, I, I didn't even get into the bumble where they, they smash all his teeth. It's animal torture. I guess he's an animal. <laughs> they torture. smash out all his teeth, which is disgusting. The, Santa's Santa's skinny most of the movie. I don't. I mean, what kind of skinny? You know, Whoever. Oh, that was a part of the. Po he's, he's like a big. He's a big phony. He's like he doesn't even want to do it. You know, he's like. You're oh, picking on Santa now. No, wow. Well, he was. He was. A, he's a bad guy in the movie. He's not. He's not a good he person. Had a, yeah, he was misguided in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ralphie, angry. we've got we've got the Red Rider BB gun. We've got a tapestry of profanity over Wisconsin or wherever it was. Mm. It's a. What a line. It's it. It's a, it's just a true, true classic, and there's no choice here but, but to pick a Christmas story. All right, Jordan, we've got one uh, for Rudolph. We've got two for a Christmas story, and I don't, I think this is going to be closer than people think with Jordan because I know he loves both of these shows. Yeah, I do, I do like them both. Uh, I have faith. I wouldn't say I love them both. I, lo I like them both. Uh, Christmas story, you know, the dad, like, just what a dad move, like. Hiding the present, he thinks he didn't get it, and sneaks it back there afterwards. The movie like is nostalgic from the very first time you watch it. It's that kind of a movie. It's uh, it's a Christmas classic. I'm going with the Christmas Story. Easy. Mm. Well, that does it for Christmas Story. I would have also had it came down to me, um, which it didn't. I would have also gone a Christmas Story, even though Coop, I love Rudolph. Rudolph, it's great. Me. It's great. It's, it's one Story's of a, the not movies. A bad, it's, it's good. It's a good movie too. It's one of the movies we always play on Christmas without question. Rudolph, it's great. It's weird, like Terrence said, but it's also great in the same vein. Sometimes you need a little weird. But a Christmas Story, the the whole you know story of it. I think we can all sort of relate to you know him trying to like please his dad when he's changing the tire. And then the the lug nuts get knocked out of his hand. But I didn't that, say fudge. I that, said the word. Right. It's, <laughs> and then the you know the eating of the soap and on all of that. Oh, and you know what I, I love about sex. I love about that scene <laughs> is how he tries to like blame his friend. Yeah. You know, like who gets a beating? Yeah. It's so it's so funny. <laughs> Christmas story moves on without question. So there you go. Jordan, we have one last. She's like, do you have any idea where you heard that? And the lady on the phone's like, probably from his father. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they uh, trampled out near you. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, our last regional, our last final four pick. And I'm going to start uh, this time with Terrence. Uh, we've got Home Alone, 
with uh, Michael Jackson's buddy uh, Macaulay Culkin uh, versus Chevy Chase in uh, Christmas Vacation. Terrence, what do you think? No, I, I, at the end of the day, Home Alone is a great movie, but uh, Christmas Vacation is just on another level. It's, uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever get tired of watching Christmas Vacation, and I've seen it probably a hundred times and it just got so what's another great thing as an 80s movie there's like a part that just doesn't make any sense like when he puts like that solution on the sled (laughs) and he goes like warp speed it's like totally like it doesn't even make sense it's like he he goes like Mach 5 down the hill it's but but they but in the 80s they were like is this is this going to entertain the audience well who cares if it makes sense let's just throw it in there (laughs) so so it's a great great movie and uh as good as home alone is uh christmas vacation unquestionable all right alex the goat tavella uh we have one vote for christmas vacation what do you think versus home alone so listen man home alone is a family story this is a man peter McAllister, who did what he had to do to provide for his children i understand <laughs> i understand that kevin got left home it was it was a, it was a bad move but the poor guy was literally running away to france to get away from tony soprano and for that reason <laughs> i'm going home alone oh, oh my god we've got one vote oh, home alone we've got one vote christmas vacation coop break this time uh- I never thought I'd come to a point where I disagree with the goat and agree with Terrence. Oh, um, God, Lord! I, I, yeah, this is this is yeah, this is no contest here. Terrence used the words "Christmas Vacation" as at another level. It made it made Clark Griswold one of the iconic characters in a franchise. It really, I think, it elevated Chevy Chase to legendary status in here. Um, there's, it's just a wonderful movie. Uh, it's a feel-good movie. It makes you laugh. It makes you smile. A couple points. It makes you even a little, you know, melancholy. I'm going. I'm going Christmas vacation here. Wow. There's hope for you yet, Coop. There's hope for you. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Terrence. It's a, it's a Christmas miracle. Jordan, Absolutely. we've got we've got we two votes for Christmas vacation. <laughs> and I hope the Colorado water comes through here. We've got Alex Tavella <laughs> going strong uh, with Home Alone, Jordan. Uh, are you going to tie it up, or are you going to set the nail in the coffin? Uh, I think uh, this is like the toughest one yet for me. Um, both classics, both funny. I, you know, I don't like, you know one thing about Christmas Vacation is those, they shouldn't have put the neighbors in the show. That's not funny. I, I thought it was funny. I, like, I thought it was funny, too. I thought it was funny, bend too, over. yeah. No. It was funny. Bend, bend over, I'll show you. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> they both got their issues. Uh, I'm gonna. T- I'll tie it up. I'm gonna go home alone. Oh! Oh! Geez. Oh my God! Oh, please, please, Terrence, set the world right. Terrence, the world yeah, right please, please. I agree with Terrence here. This, come on, this, Eric. Don't this let is it down. By far, the d- most hard one of all. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christmas vacation versus Home Alone. You've got uh, what I think is a very, very wholesome ending in Home Alone uh, with the neighbor guy, the old guy. Um, which I absolutely love. I think one thing that kind of ruins Home Alone just a tad is that if they had never done a sequel, 
If they had never done a sequel, uh, sequel uh, that great. sequel was awful. That's, no, the New York one was awful. The sequel was great. Only the third one was bad. The sequel was great. No, the sequel was good. This one is almost terrible. No, you could have put this. You could have put one of the best sequels of all time. No, it's not good. No, it's a great sequel. It's terrible. That I disagree with Terrence on. Now with that one. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't go there. And the third and fourth and fifth and sixth, those are terrible, of course. But the the second one is amazing. I no, it's I great. Trump, Trump's so. in it. Trump's in it. He's Trump's in it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Christmas vacation. He's yes. Gonna take it oh yeah. Christmas no. vacation. You really you came through again. Came through again. Through again. I'm sorry. I know it was a controversial you, pick, but you did the right thing right now. I'm going Christmas vacation. Ladies and gentlemen, we wow. have our final four selected. Jordan, do you have the overall oh, bracket that you can show? Uh, because I think we're down to uh, this, these. Are, this is going to be really hard. We we have. Yeah, this is very, this is difficult now. I'm yeah. being nervous to be honest yeah. with you. Is it the four top seeds? The four top seeds made it, right? No, uh, no. Home Alone was a higher seed than a Christmas Vacation, but Christmas Vacation won just barely. So we've got It's a Wonderful Life versus Christmas Vacation. We've got Elf versus A Christmas Story. That's our final four. Is everybody ready no. to do no. this? I'm not. All right, I say we give, away a, magic I we give away a porcelain ashtray. Let's give away an Aganorsa yeah. leaf Wait, porcelain ashtray. what are ashtray. we smoking? What? What are you smoking? What am I smoking? Oh, yeah, what are you guys smoking? Let's do that real quick. What's everybody smoking? I'm, I, time. I, I am smoking the uh, Angel Cuesta from J.C. Newman. I just recently put uh -huh. out my Matapa. Uh, Coop, what are you smoking? Well, you know, the last show I did, I smoked the Aganorsa Signature, which is smoking fantastic. So this time I paid a little homage to Alex, and I went with the uh, the Monte Cristo Great Smoke, uh, which ah, is nice. a real nice cigar if you haven't gotten your hands on this. Uh, Alex, what do you got? So I uh, I just finished up a Stillwell Holiday 2022, and I've uh, I've actually moved on to a Ferriotego Suma. Summer. Summer. Suma. What do you think of it? Suma. I like it. It's a good stick. Yeah. You know, Mike. Mike does good That's work. A and I'm, a, I'm, a f I, I'm a fan of. Uh, I'm a fan of Herklots. So, like what do you, what do you got, Terrence? What are you uh, smoking tonight? What are you validating? I, st I, st I started off with uh, Anniversario Corojo, but now I've got uh, Garden of the Farm Cerberus Toro. She's a she's a Butte Clark. Let me tell you. She is. Look at she that. Is, she is Man. a Butte. Jordan, what are you smoking? I already said this in the oh, show, but right, I'm smoking right. the you're still You're still smoking it. Oh, yeah, you're still on the when I'm on When I'm producing, yeah. I just chug away. So look at this yeah. thing. I've already... Oh, wow. Look at that. It's a yeah. little petite Robusto here. <laughs> yeah. All right, tell me when you're ready, Jordan, and we'll get into the uh, picking the final two. There we I'm go. smoking oh. Aganorsa, Rare Leaf, and it's it's holding up with Jordan's A. Wow. You've been smoking it the whole show? The whole show. Paul, what do you got? Yeah, I got the uh, BNP Ecuador... Macho. Oh, BXP. Yeah, there BXP. you go. Very nice. Yep. Um, let's give away a uh, a uh, ashtray. This is a uh, Aganorsa Leaf ceramic ashtray. If you checked into any Aganorsa Leaf cigars this week, you were entered. Um, and Jordan, we have uh, thirty random entries. So go ahead and pick a random number, and we will get a winner. Number 10, Matt. Number Who 10. is it? Mike uh, Steffens. Mike 
Steffens. Congratulations. Congrats, Mike. Um, Mike, I will get your, by the way, he's uh, AKA make it to make it out of the wood. I don't know his, his username. <laughs> I was trying to get his username in there, but anyways, congratulations, Mike. Oh, we out of the woods. Yeah. You are a winner. Uh, we have now, uh, let's go. Our, our three winners were, uh, Jimmy Burster, uh, Jerry Godsey and Mike Steffens all win Aganorsa leaf prizes this week. Very good. All right. Let's get to doing this. I'm going to start. Uh, here we go. This is the final four. As you guys can see, we've got It's a Wonderful Life versus Christmas Vacation. We've got Elf versus A Christmas Story. We're going to start with our number one seed, It's a Wonderful Life versus Christmas Vacation. I'm going to start with none other than Terrence Riley of Agonor Salif. Terrence, which of these two amazing Christmas movies should move on to the final two? This is like Sophie's choice, quite frankly. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever had a more difficult decision in my entire life than oh, this man. right now. Uh, you have... You have the, I think based on the criteria here, because it's about a Christmas movie. It's about a Christmas movie. And, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one of the greatest movies of all time. If this were to the greatest movies of all time... Uh, Christmas Vacation wins, uh, but for greatest Christmas movies of all time, I would think it'd be I the exact opposite. Are you insane? Yeah. Well, he hasn't said anything yet. Let him finish. <laughs> yeah. Let the, well, he, no, he just said if it let, was the best let, movies of all time, it would be the, Christmas Vacation. Let the poor guy finish. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's my it's my time, right, Jordan? <laughs> are we still in the tree of trust here? Or, I, or, I, or I, I yield my time to the speaker. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Your time uh, is over. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful life. I think I've got to go with it's a wonderful life because I think it's the true Christmas movie that really, uh, you know, again, the only thing that's holding it up a little bit is it's uh, it's communist propaganda. Other than that, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a truly, you know, uh, great American movie. Oh my God! All right, Terrence uh, Riley goes. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Alex, uh, the goat from Smoke In, is it going to be It's a Wonderful Life, or is it going to be Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation? All right, so I I did vote against both of these, but now here I am left to make a choice. Um, with that being said, you know It's a Wonderful Life is just a little too sappy for me mm. I'm going to go with the more enjoyable movie and I'm going to go with Christmas Vacation mm. wow we've got a split vote Coop Ooh. you are up it's a wonderful life versus Christmas Vacation what's it going to be both both of these are really worthy of being here and uh, I know I voted against it's a wonderful life over Santa Claus is coming to town but it, it is still a great movie Um, you know but, you know, I think that what Christmas Vacation has done in the last 34 years, uh, it's just become a movie of the generation. Um, nothing against It's a Wonderful Life. And, you know, and I love the old movies. You know me, I love the old movies. But Christmas Clearly. Vacation to me, yeah, Christmas Vacation <laughs> is simply an epic movie. And um, I'm going Christmas Vacation here. Wow. I Ooh. am a bit shocked at the... At the ancient opinions of 
Coop going. I had with a feeling the... that was how the side of the bracket was going to go too. By the way, wow, I I'm that shocked. Was Jordan, we have so uh, two votes for Christmas Vacation, one vote for It's a Wonderful Life. You could theoretically put one of these into the championship, or you could make it a tie. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with the the final here. This is about how I imagined it to go. Um, I, you know, Terrence, I I would say it's like if we're talking best movies of all time, it's it's a wonderful life. And also, if we're talking yeah. about best Christmas movies of all time, it's also it's a wonderful life. Mm. Uh, this is one of the ones I savor. I don't I only watch it once a year, Christmas Eve kind of deal. This is a special one. It's a wonderful life. It takes it. Oh wow. my! That makes it wow. a tie, right? Yeah, Time. Yeah. We've got a tie. We've got Ooh. two votes for you, It's a Wonderful Life. Let's see if the Italian so Swede comes through. Come oh on, Eric. Make, make Bear happy here. Make, do it for Bear here. I can't. I cannot believe we've got a tie this late in the game. <laughs> oh, Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. Hilarious movie. So I'm. What I'm torn. What I'm torn with is. Do I choose the the movie that's that's funny and lighthearted, Christmas Vacation, or do I choose the movie that is that really brings out emotion from from me and makes me feel like life is worth living? Um, I can't. I, I I'm having such a hard time with this one, but I've got to go with It's a Wonderful Life because, ah, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's woo, a Wonderful woo. Life is the movie oh. that makes you feel like Jay, I don't life know what to tell you. Is worth living and you it's should true. love your family and yeah. love your kids yeah. and I that. tried. I tried, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost too wholesome. It's almost I tried. All right. So who will go up against It's a Wonderful Life? We are down to Will Ferrell's Elf, by the way. Uh Interestingly enough, uh, directed by the same guy who's done like all these movies recently for uh, yeah. John Favreau, who's done like, um, well, and he's in the movie. He, yeah. He's yeah. actually in Doctor. the. He's actually in the movie, but he's swingers done, fame. Yeah, he's he's, he's an like, amazing director. He's good buddies with Ralphie from Christmas Story, and that's why he's in the movie. Yeah, this is a this is a toughie. I'm it's gonna, in the movie. I'm gonna start with um. I'm gonna start with Alex on this one. Uh, Alex, I'm gonna give you first go round. Should Elf move on, or should A Christmas Story move on to face It's a Wonderful Life? Which should move on? Okay, look. So for everything that Elf has going on, it doesn't have a couple things, okay? It doesn't have the bowling chop suey palace, okay? <laughs> Number one. It doesn't have the racist rendition of Deck the Halls, okay? <laughs> and it does... <laughs> Don't say that. And it doesn't have <laughs> the coveted Red Rider. You have to go with Ralphie here. Wow. Now, so you're saying because it doesn't have those things, it wins. I was thinking you were saying it because it doesn't have those things, it was going to lose. No, he did say that. Yeah. No. You, he, he said Elf lost. Yeah, I know. Because it doesn't yeah. have the, the Right, thing. I know. Oh, I was taking yeah. it as the ah, opposite. Ah, those are good things. Yeah, so A Christmas Story things. is Alex's pick. Uh, Coop, I'm going to go to you on this one. What do you think? Yeah, uh, this is this is a no contest for me. Uh, I'm going Ralphie with this one. 
It's just a better story. It's um, again, you look at that movie. It's a maritime movie. It's, it's. I think when you come down to this the season, people look forward. Forget my feelings on Elf, and I said I'd give it a second chance, and I will. But um, a Christmas story is something people look forward to that movie every year. Uh, I know my dad did, but you know, like I said, it wasn't necessarily my favorite. But there's a lot going on in that movie. You can't take that away. So I'm going. Um, I am going here with uh, a Christmas story. All right, so we have Jordan uh, two votes for a Christmas story. Uh, Terrence, are you going to send a Christmas story into the championship round, or is this gonna push be a bit pushed further to Jordan? What's your pick? I think Alex's argument was very persuasive. Honestly, this was a tougher choice for me before I heard what he had to say. Uh, Christmas story also it has, it has the Bumpus's dogs, you know, which are <laughs> which are great. Um, I, I think that uh, a Christmas story has to move on here, uh, despite the fact that Elf is an outstanding movie. Good man, Terrence. And and, uh, and it's not easy, but I, you know, Alex, uh, I'm glad he went first. It would have been a tougher choice for me, I think, if I had not heard his uh, his pitch on this. Wow. Well, I guess that does it, Jordan. But wow. what would you have gone with had it came down to you? Yeah, uh, both. I love them both. I think Elf is a little bit funnier, uh, a little, little more watchable up to Christmas, and then I do the marathon on Christmas Eve of Christmas Story. Um, one issue I have with Elf is, I don't know if it's a plot hole or not, it's just annoying. Uh, at the end of the movie, Santa, Claus, Santa comes in to the city, and the one kid sees... You know that his sleigh's not working, and he, you know, he sees Santa and uh, gives a little Christmas magic, and the sleigh bumps up, you know, like four feet off the ground just because of, uh, you know, him believing in Santa. Then they proceed to he proceeds to get the entire world believing in Santa. They're all singing along on the screen. It gets the meter all the way up to like 99, and Santa still can only go like <laughs> 10 feet off the ground. You literally need 100% for this thing to fly. That, the, the elves are not proficient. It's not quite that. believable not for me. <laughs> and then the one, the dad starts singing the song, and that gets that gets it to 100%, and they start flying away. Like that's come on. You gotta, you gotta have. It wasn't oh. proportionate to the, you know, the amount of Christmas belief. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> I, I agree. Though, so the, slight the technology is is why it loses. Slight technology. It's <laughs> yeah. a plot hole. The ending plot. of Elf is not as memorable. I agree. <laughs> oh man, I I gotta say James Con in yes. that movie. James Con, if you if you watch Elf and then just pay attention to James Con, he's one of the greatest actors of all time. In that. In his role yeah. in this silly movie, he probably didn't even want to be in it. You guys, no, he probably, <laughs> he probably didn't want yeah, to be paycheck. in it. But the children loved the books. <laughs> he was amazing in that movie. I would have gone yeah, elf. I would have gone. He was elf good in that movie. In I'll say that part. I was the only one that would go elf. But a Christmas story moves on. Have you seen how like when Will Ferrell went in to do the tickle fight? Like he didn't. He just did that like off the cuff, and like <laughs> James Scott got so mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it, boys. We've got our championship round. It comes down to a Christmas story oh! versus It's a this Wonderful Life. I always dreamed of. This is it, my friends. It doesn't get any tougher than this. And I'm going to start with the 80-year-old man, William Cigar Coop Cooper. Coop, <laughs> what is going to win the greatest Christmas movie of all time? Will it be... It's a Wonderful Life, 
Frank Capra versus A Christmas Story with Ralphie. Who Easily should win and why? Choice. Who should win and why? What was was A Christmas Story ever released at the theaters? Or no? Did it go right to TV? No, it, it, was at the, it was at the theater, but very briefly. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, again, two nice stories. Um, you're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. Wait, Coop, just 19- before you go on, before you go on, I don't know if you know this, but uh, It's a Wonderful Life, I don't think... I think it, well. was, it didn't do it, well either. It was a yeah. flop also It, it, it was a flop. It was a flop. It definitely was. I, that's why I was just asking that. Um, right. But yeah, it's a, it was definitely a flop. It became... It you know, got legs later on. It happens sometimes with a film. Distribution can do that. But, you know, you're looking at a film from 1946, right? So, you know, this is a film that is over... Like seventy-five years old at this point. It, it's and a lot of Christmas stories have been built off that story. Um, it's an absolute classic. It's not a disrespect to a Christmas story by any means, but I am going with "It's a Wonderful Life" here. Coop goes, "It's a Wonderful Life." Alex, the goat, Savella, do you disagree or agree with Coop? Oh, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. listen. That's what I like. Christmas season is the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, it's a wonderful life. It's it's depressing. Okay, it's depressing. When this guy's (laughs) contemplating suicide, I want to cry. Who who wants to cry during the Christmas season? I mean, why why do we put ourselves through this? This isn't part of the Christmas cheer. You have to go, Ralphie. You have to fa ra ra, make the right decision. It's a Christmas story. Oh my goodness. We've got two very, very strong opinions. Alex with a Christmas story. Coop with It's a Wonderful Life. Terrence Riley, Agonorsa Leaf. What do you think? Are you gonna uh, how are you gonna break this time? So I think this is very difficult, I'm not gonna lie, but it's a wonderful life. Marxist agenda sets it back a little bit here. And that, right. and, 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 and so you, you have one, Keep you have the, the, Come on. And, Capra was actually investigated by the FBI for, for communist sympathies, and part of it was thanks to this movie, by the way. He was not investigated. Um, He's just... <laughs> he was, I swear. Go look it up. He, like they, they thought that it was uh, propaganda. Uh, and I understand why. Uh, because, again, you know, you can't have anybody that's... Uh, you know, good at good at math. That uh, is also a good person. So I, uh, uh, I think that hurts. It's a Wonderful Life a little bit. And the other thing is, in a Christmas story, when Ralphie and his brother run up the stairs, Ralphie grabs his brother and drags him down to get up the stairs first. And I used to always do that as, as a kid, and so that has a, a certain affection for me. And so I'm going. I'm going. It's a Christmas story. Wow. So what you're saying yes. is you were pretty much yes. a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, no, I just wanted to get up the stairs first, so he pulled his brother yeah. down to get up first. Just uh, everything's a competition. Uh, All right, so now. so we've got two for a Christmas story and one for It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I'll go next. Um, look, guys, there's there's no getting around this. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is not only the best Christmas movie; it might be one of the top three movies of all time. Oh. Jimmy Stewart oh, is whoa. a classic. Take it easy. 
The best, one of the best <laughs> hey, actors on. ever to hit the silver screen. Oh, yep. Uh, I love Every, every... everyone in North Korea is cheering for you. You you go you go <laughs> literally. To the, he goes to the little Italian bar and the, the, it was just incredible at the end there. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a Christmas. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> so we've got a tie. Jordan, Jordan, you're the young, you're, you're the young, you're, it, you're the young but the, the 2008 financial crisis was due to was due to people like George Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Giving out loans that people couldn't pay back. We did got... Jimmy Stewart leave acting to go fight in World War II? Yes. No, he was just in yep. that movie. He hey, come back no. after I believe. He left <laughs> what was to that? go fight in the war. Ain't what a guy! Been. What a guy! All right, Jordan, it's down to you. It's two in versus two. We've got two for It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, We've this, got two for A Christmas Story. Both of these are... This has got to be the finale we were all hoping for. You know, uh, uh, yeah. It's kind of like one of those... Like, you go... Do you favor like a quality movie or like a rewatchable movie? Like, do you go No Country for Old Men or do you go like Groundhog Day? They're both, you know... <laughs> they both have their merits. One is just a fine piece of cinema. One you just love to watch. Uh, I am going to go with the one that I love to watch. I'm going to go Christmas Story. Oh! oh Christmas Story! Come on! Yes, Come on. Win, yes Jordan! I, I tried, guys. All together! Fa ra 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 Somebody get this guy a distinguished award. Christmas Story is the winner of the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Hey, Jordan, put up the full time, the full bracket there. And I got to ask each one of our esteemed guests. Um, had you, Coop, uh, been able to just make the bracket on your own without the help of our esteemed panel, Coop, how would you have uh, saw this entire bracket going? What would you have wanted to see win? Um, I I had I had Christmas Vacation winning actually over the way the bracket went over Scrooge. Really? Wow. Yeah, I had I had uh, my final four was uh, Christmas Vacation. Um, you're without a Santa Claus, of course. Um, no. Rudolph and Scrooge. Wow. I, I really, really, yeah. But I, I had, I had Christmas Vacation all the way on this. One. Fred still says Love Actually. Oh yeah, Fred. So Fred, I like, I wa- Fred. Fred really, Fred really right. wanted. Fred was really disappointed that we didn't include Love Actually. And I would have want one of the worst of the Christmas movies. movies of all time. It would, not, it, no, it, it, it would be not in the first round. It's not. It's not one of the worst Christmas movies. It's one of the worst movies of all time. It's movies, yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. movies. But Fred did Terrible. send in a little video. Let's let's check that video out real quick yep. from Fred. <laughs> oh, that Thank you. Oh, right. <laughs> Freddy. The background is the best part of this. <laughs> That's his backyard. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> I agree with Fred, by the way. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Fred, I agree. 
didn't even get a chance. If you if you're listening on podcast and you couldn't see that you you missed out on an incredible an incredible performance by Fred Rui of uh, Illusioni. Hey, uh, Alex, Alex, if you had uh, the ability to have put this bracket together completely on your own, uh, how would you have seen that final four going? How what would you have wanted to see win? uh, All in all, it was a Christmas story was the winner, but how would you have seen it going? So, I was I was super gung-ho for Scrooge. Scrooge is, is definitely my favorite of this whole list, for sure. But then I had a revelation. Oh. And then it came to me. Moses. And I... I yes. In a burning bush. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I was... I was, I was Just put one foot in Moses. front of the other. Just put one Psychedelic Moses. All the way. That, that's where I was going. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not mad at our at our final at our final four and our final decision. Uh, Terrence Riley, if you could have uh, chosen on your own without the uh, obstruction of the esteemed panel, how would you have seen that going down? It went pretty much exactly how I thought it should. Uh, it, it had had uh, it's a wonderful life one. I would have been okay with that. It's a great movie as well. But overall, it went uh, just the way I thought. Other than Rudolph getting way too far. Um, it, it pretty, it pretty much, it pretty much went the way I, I expected it to. So I, I'm very pleased with the results. Uh, it shows you groupthink can work. Mm. I don't uh, think so, uh, Jordan. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go to you. Uh, a Christmas yeah. store. You were the, you were the basically the, the like one that pushed the it over the top. Factor. But uh, is that how you would have seen it is, going down? This is exactly how I saw the entire thing going down other than the uh, audience you guys sucked uh, <laughs> that was the only off set you know of the entire thing everything else I just it was exactly how I saw it going wow yeah I would say the only difference for me was um, I would have seen Elf versus It's a Wonderful Life and that would have been a tough pick for me uh, but I, I, I'm happy with the I'm happy with the winner A Christmas Story is the Christmas movie bracket challenge winner Ralphie takes it. He is our best Christmas movie of all time. By the way, um, I think we all know that uh, come uh, Christmas Eve when the uh, marathon starts on TNT and it just plays twenty four hours for incessantly. Uh, you, know, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's there's something about that, you guys, that does sort of scream. Christmas and you get the cookies out and you know. it is it was a big like I said it was a big deal in our you know my father's that movie was on you couldn't put anything football was on that wasn't going on over that movie I can tell you that no absolutely yeah, all right yeah. boys that was absolutely fantastic Coop um, tell folks what's going on on Scar Coop uh, what can people look forward to this week oh we got two big things coming up so there is first going on the the countdown on Coop is beginning so it will end next month not in two months. Uh, so, so we count down the cigar. It, it kicked off today, and then it's a Christmas miracle. Yep, yep. And then on Tuesday night, um, we have our big cigar aficionado prognostication show. Oh, uh, where we are gonna make the we go into a very uh, analytical approach to it. Um, so we're gonna have on Hector's gonna be on John McTavish, and John McTavish collected all the data. And it's a very data driven geeky type of way we, we, we I call it like bracketology meets the cigar industry a lot of ways because uh, it's it's fun to kind of figure out who's slotted in to get cigars and what cigar is going to be the one slotted in so 
Um, we'll have a lot of fun with that on Tuesday night. It's a, it's unauthorized and unofficial, by the way. So it's not blessed by Sarfaginato. <laughs> it's just our, our approach to it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so we'll look forward to that. Um, Alex, uh, the GOAT, what's going on in Smokin' uh, this week? Um, so we're knee-deep in holidays with Soccer Claws. Get your... Uh, Get your Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust products, and uh, we got plenty of epic shit. We're giving away cool free swag with purchases. Um, it's the holiday season, and we're doing it with our man Steve Saka. And, of course, you can catch me tomorrow morning on KMA Talk Radio, where I'm sure yep. uh, Abe will be critiquing all of our picks as he always does. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm hoping Abe has a redo on some of this. Terrence, uh, where are you traveling to, brother? What's going on with Aganor's Leaf? I was in uh, Nicaragua last week. I'm done traveling for the year and nice. uh, just enjoying the. Uh, I'm at uh, Sabor Havana's uh, Smoke This uh, Festival tomorrow. And nice. uh, we got the Supreme Leaf Perfectos coming out this month finally. They got a little delayed. You need some extra validation, but they're coming this month. So look out for that. And, uh, you know, a Merry Christmas to all. And again, I just want to say these shows are so much fun, man. I have so much fun doing this. So we did the candy bar one. This one it was even more fun. And, uh, Kudos to you guys for, you know, yeah, nice it, job. It's yeah. hard to kind of, when you got, you know, all of you, Coop and, and KMA, and it's like there's so many shows and it's, it's hard to come up with new stuff to do. And, and these are great. So thank you guys for having me. All right, folks. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, Flavor Odyssey continues. We'll be outlining what's coming up on season seven. That is the uh, our Flavor Odyssey show, which Robbie and Ra- uh, Robbie Raz and uh, Randy Griggs host. And we'll be pairing some. Cigars and such. Uh, what do you got, Matt? I, I just want one more poll. Did yeah. my Aganorsa Rare Leaf yeah. Toro beat Jordan's wow. Drew Estate A? You somehow. How did it beat it? You look, somehow look, squeezed it out. Look at yours. Look at mine. That's, Mine's still yeah, longer. That's amazing. Put it up there. Very nice. good. Both, both very good. Come on. Uh, hey, uh, we're thinking about this, guys, on uh, Smoke Night Live next uh, Friday night. How would you guys like to do some holiday trivia? We will come up with a massive prize, and we'll do some holiday trivia. The holiday trivia will include uh, holiday music trivia, holiday movie trivia, holiday uh, just holiday trivia in general. Uh, we'll do that next Friday night, and you guys can all be winners uh, we've done uh, the trivia contests before in the past, and they're a ton of fun. So next Friday night on Smoke Night Live, we will be doing some holiday trivia. And then guess what? The week after that, Skip Martin returns to the show. We haven't had Skip Martin on the show for maybe three years or so. And so we will be talking to Skip about Romacraft, and uh, he has some crazy Flavor. Ideas. Please talk to him about flavor, by and the way. He has yeah. some crazy ideas about how flavor should be described, and we're going to talk about that as well. It should be a ton of fun. So we've got some cool stuff coming up in the next couple yeah. weeks on Smoke Night Live. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, we'll have a uh, New Year's show. And then our list starts, too. Uh, Coop mentioned his list, which I always love as as well, Coop has a fantastic list, and the Scar Dojo. We have a little bit of a different take on our list this year, Jordan. Ooh. So our list is changing uh, this year as well, uh, which will be fun. That starts at the beginning of the year. We'll have some fun with that. Until next week, remember everybody, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see alone. you next week. <laughs>